episode of you heroes of noise i'm only one half of this group of sensational artists my name is steve feeling positive having some good thoughts today steve i think this is going to be a quality show better than average maybe not the best show but definitely quality like up there like top tier this is going to be one of those shows today for sure we're kind of back on the railroad tracks now trying i accidentally veered us off into some nether regions but we're no. back on track, ladies and gentlemen. No, we no. needed that. <laughs> I know, we needed a break from the monotony, you know, as uh, Fresh Prince so wonderfully said in summertime. So, uh, yes, but we're back in action. Dan has been dropped off the face. Of, where have you been, dude? I have been hiding from social media lately. First of all, hi, guys. How's everyone doing out there? I hope you're having a wonderful day. Let's begin. All right, Steve, to answer your question, I decided to take a little time off from social media. How do you feel? Um, I feel fairly refreshed. I don't think it was nearly enough time, but like I had to do things with the podcast, of course. I would put a little something here or there. But as far as just paying attention to people um, pissing and moaning, I guess, I just decided to take a little break. Now, I'm not going to say who's pissing and moaning or if, if it's even, you know, con- should be considered pissing and moaning because I'm yeah. a smart individual. You know what I'm saying? Very, that's a very wise decision. <laughs> but I will say that, yeah, it's just sometimes, man. People need to chill a little bit. So I decided, and this is no no drama or anything like that, by the way. Like nothing was directed at me. I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna have, I'm gonna put it down for a while. I'm gonna just not pay attention to things. And it's you know what? There's something to be said about that. I think it actually made me feel a little bit better. That's a good. So you are a happier person since putting down Twitter. Uh, yeah. I don't know if I say happier person. You're I'm pretty fucking miserable. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, come um. No, 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 no. It's, it's, you know what? It was just like, um, trying to, it's like pushing a bruise. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just keep pushing the bruise and yes. it, it kind of hurts after a while. Then you get used to it, but you're like, you know what? You're still pressing my bruise. I just put a bandage over it. So now the bruise is a little bit better. You know, the thing I did was, uh, well, this has been for the last, ever since 2016, I have blocked and, uh, like unfriended everyone that isn't in my line, period. I don't need to hear opposing views right now. That's what I did. I just like people that I follow think like me. The end. Maybe later on I'll be able to deal with the, well, have you ever thought? Right now, I just Mm. need happiness and we think the same way. I don't want to go on Twitter to argue. I just don't. I want to be like, hey, this is cool. Well, I do have people that will be like, let me push that point you said and push it upwards. What have you thought of this? And I'm like, Hey, that's a great secondary thought. Not no, 
you're wrong, you know. Okay, well, then I'm just, I'm not in the mood today. Well, I thought I was kind of in the same boat. I've actually taken off a few. There's a few crazies I keep on just because you got to keep your eye on them. You don't want to turn your back on them, you know what I'm saying? But for the most part, uh, I've done the same thing. But then there's the different degrees of uh, people with like-minded thoughts. You know what yes. I mean? Like there's always the extreme of either, of either direction. Yes. And for me, so I'm the, sort of in the process of hiding from those two. I guess I just want to be left of center is what I'm getting at. Okay. That's a fair thing. I think, I think, uh, I know, like I told you before we got online, I was like, for a Dan person, I would have thought you just deleted everybody except the people that have to do with the podcast and comic books. I'm like, that's what I imagined I'd see on your Twitter feed. Wow, you really pigeonholed me, Steve. I did. You, you, you kind of I, hurt my feelings, Hudson. Like you th- you're, you're making me sound a little one-dimensional here. No, I think it's better for you. <laughs> I, I think it's better for you because a thing can ruin your day. A thing can ruin Dan's day. I will tell you that nothing on Twitter that comes at me through the news or anything was ever going to ruin my day. It's always got to affect me personally to ruin my day. For me, I it did only uh well something we won't get into it too hard, but so, an, an event did ruin my week, part of my week. Um, but uh, I saw it through Twitter, uh, and it, it did ruin my week. It ruined a lot of things, but not ruined. You tripping on that Felicity Huffman thing, man. Did exactly, really to totally. Well, things <laughs> like that do. Messed me up for the day, but uh, other than stuff like that, and you know, you know, like the New Zealand, you know, the New Zealand uh, devastation. Uh, other than that, it's like things that are just manufactured on Twitter. It doesn't ruin my day. Like if someone's just like, "I think this," you're not going to ruin my day. But if it's an actual event that happened and I find it through Twitter, yeah, it's going to mess up my day. But other than that, like people bickering, I don't have bickerers in my line though. No, it's just like I have a clean line right now. Ever so often, two of the people that I follow will get in trouble and it feels like I'm or will uh, start arguing with each other. And it feels like I'm a fly on the wall being like, "Ooh, did you see what that person said? <laughs> Even though they think the same, they might have yeah. crossed each other wrong. And I'm just like, "Ooh, oh, I've been there, man. This is fun. But I know that they'll come back around and be like, anyway, we're fine. We called each other. I'm like, yeah, all right, that's fine. But it's fun while it lasts. It's fun. As long as it's not too bad, it's totally fun. I've been like running with someone, you know, on Twitter, not running literally, but like, you know, yeah, I'm angry with you. Let's let's complain a little bit or let's talk about this. And you're just running your neck and neck. Everything's mm-hmm. going great. It's like a good steady jog. Yep. And then they take it one step further and you start to kind of slow down a little bit. Oh, yeah. Get cramp in your ribs. I got a little cramp in my ribs. Just keep on going, though. I'll see you on the next lap. Yeah. And maybe I can catch up to your. Well, you're, you have a busy insanity. life. You have a big, you have a big life too, though. Uh, yeah, it's all right. It's a, it's a, it's a, well, I'm going to tell you, actually, I'm just saying it's not a big life. I don't know what a big life is. A lot life. happening. Well, you have I'm living family, you have kids, wife. I have a lot happening, but dog. it's all like in the background kind of shit. You know what I mean? Like there's things that are pending that are sort of weighing on me. But other than that, I'm actually not doing enough. I think, I think I need to do more physical activity. Have you been going to the gym? No, I'm going back though. I'm going back after we record actually. Really? Yeah, it sucks, man. I hate making excuses, but it all started because I, I was going hard and I think I kind of re-injured. It was, it was like this multiple thing that just happened. I think I was just going too hard because I didn't want to be the guy at the gym that was lifting lighter weights. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I let my ego get the best of That'll me. That'll do it. So I strained my shoulder 
and I just I tried to put on like the athletic tape and all that stuff. And it was just like, just leave it alone for a little while. So I took a little break. Then I got sick. So that took some time off. And then, God, I sound like an old fucking man. Then my back kind of went out a little bit. And those three things just sort of, I don't know, just broke my stride. So now I'm getting back into it again. Ain't no one going to break your stride. I don't know. They were holding me down pretty good. Okay. <laughs> I couldn't you really keep move. on moving. Oh, you can? I couldn't keep on moving was the thing. Yeah, Who's, okay, pop quiz. Who sings that song? Oh. Let's see. Dude, it's I don't know. That's why I asked. I'm like, I'm not even in the ooh tip of my tongue. I have no clue. You know something? I know that I it's in there somewhere. You think so? You it's think you've there, heard the I... name of that band before? Yeah. Um, That's interesting. God, what is it? There's no um, way I've heard the name of this band before. God, it's going to drive me crazy now. I just have to look. No, don't now. look, G. Okay, just to make it a point, at least to the end of this podcast, you cannot look. And if you figure it out by the time we're done, fine. But if not, just tweet it or something. <laughs> I don't know if I'll get it, man. You might not, but that's life. Remember life before Google, where we just have to deal with not knowing stuff until we have to go to like the record store and be like, that's the name. <laughs> that's the way to do it dude i know it's I gonna you know what crazy. i'm gonna put my phone yeah my phone my th- my thumbs are trying to do things i'm not gonna do it right now good thank you because i want to guess it okay that, it, that, oh. <laughs> nothing you got nothing like you dude, can't i'm even... telling you right now i have Andrew... never heard the name oh stop it stop it's like a name. I don't think this is it at all, but it's like Andrew Wilder or something. You know <laughs> it's what? like a name like I'll that. I'll look it up. Let me see if it is. Andrew Wilder you're going with? That's not it. That's not it. But it's it's something like that. Is it called Can't Nobody Hold Me Down? I don't know. Ain't Nobody Gonna Break My Stride. I don't know what the hell that song's called. Keep Moving? You might be Keep On Moving. No. Oh, shoot. This is a terrible situation. The first thing that comes, comes up is Puff Daddy's. That's ugh. that is horrendous. That was a butchering of a song. The song wasn't that great to begin with, but it was a butchering. It's like we want to sing, but we don't want people. Holy to know that cow, we can you're sing. close. It's something like that, right? Oh my gosh, you're so close, dude. Holy crap. On the first last name or just it's kind the, of like uh it's the last name you got. It is Wilder. Yes. Okay. Oh, wow, that, that is incredible, dude. <laughs> it's been a while since I pulled that one from the database. Woohoo! Uh, it's not Andrew. It's not Stephen. Uh, pardon the expression. Is it kind of like a white guy name? Um, it's a it's a it's a una it's a una race. I know that sounds name. terrible, but you no. know what I mean. Like we're oh, we're I found the whitest name. Week. I found one that beat it, beat the one that we were talking about. Which one? Dane. Dane. Dane's not. That yeah. Good. Oh, bruh. If our brother walked up to me, and be like, "Hey, man," I was like, "Hey, bro, I'm Steve." Hey, I'm Dane. I'd be like, "Bruh, you you must have been raised with San Louis and me like me." <laughs> what about the name Austin? I know an Austin. Oddly enough, it is it that is a fairly Caucasian name. Do you know any black guys named Austin? No, but in my brain, I could imagine a clean-cut, <laughs> bald brother named Austin with a, you know, those shirts with no sleeves that are just tight around your, your uh, body. Yeah, I could see an Austin. Okay. But I can't see a Dane. Not a freaking chance, dude. 
What's up? I'm Dane. Oh, no. What's happening? I'm, I'm not at a party with that guy. Yeah, I'm here for your daughter. Tell her Dane's Dane. here. What's up, bro? I'm Dan. Mr. Ramirez, yeah, little fuck, first of all, but uh, hi, Dane. I can't be like, hey, Dan, I, I'm leaving. Uh, I can't make it. I'm chilling with my boy Dane. That's never going to happen. You're so never going to will always win. You know, that's actually, I'm kind of, I resemble that remark slightly. Like, I'm, it's only one you letter resemble off. resemble it. Yeah, because it's D-A-N and then D-A-N-E. That's, that's very close. There's some resemblance going on there. Well, same with Danny, D-A-N-I. And I resent it, too, if, if you think I didn't know what I was saying. I'm saying I resemble that remark, and I also resent it. Okay, there we go. <laughs> you know, I know what you were thinking. No, 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 no. Just because you ain't heard it, Hudson, don't act like okay, I Okay, number one, talk. I don't even think that's a saying. That you resemble the remark? Yes, resemble means you look like. Okay, so because I used a name versus a physical appearance, it's not right? No, if you said I resemble that remark, I can understand I resemble that name, but the remark is... You're saying, I look like that remark you just made. In the lines of it, yeah, kind of. No, that's what I'm saying. Dan, Dane, it's very close. Okay, I resemble that. that name, but the remark is not, that's not, that's not that wouldn't, wouldn't. Oh, stop. No. Dude. Just stop it. That's not a Dan, that's not a Dan thing to say. If, if you said it. If you're putting me in a tube with a lot of noise and you're just like, hey, I resemble that remark and you leave, I'll be like, this guy's about to freaking scan me. You thought I was saying some shit like, listen, I specifically said, huh? Oh, gee. Admit it. Oh, don't. Oh, that's nothing. <laughs> you thought I was just using I had a, it incorrectly. I think I told you this, but I had a home. Uh, oh, man. I had a girl I was dating and she said, uh, I was like, okay, hey, I think I've said this before. She's like, hey, if you do this, I'll do this. And I said, um, okay, well, if you do that, I'll do this. She said, oh, why you always got a propaganda? <laughs> and I was like, ooh, this isn't going to work. <laughs> Why are you always panhandling me? <laughs> <laughs> I specifically told you at the beginning oh, of this relationship dude. that you shouldn't panhandle me. I even get mad at probably. I don't like that at all. What about probably? Probably's good because that means you're doing it fast. Why? Because that's okay. We're like probably, but probably that means you think that's how it actually is said. Probably. How about ugly? What's up, ugly? fine because it sounds like ugly slowed down well doesn't the same what was yours probably probably yeah how do you say it They're probably probably well, yeah. i know how to say it oh, i'm talking about your oh, no, probably probably you're not probably. slowing it down you're actually saying it wrong what about when people say you know what that is the epitome of what i'm trying to talk about holy crap dude <laughs> oh i've heard someone say oh that was a good sieg instead of segue I've heard, oh i've heard that but if you're reading it, I get how someone, because you would not think that's how you spell segue. You wouldn't think that's how you spell it. So I get if that can happen. But if you're just saying it, be like, that means you just read a new word and you had never heard segue before. That's a pretty good sig. It's a good sig. That's a good sig. That's a solid sig into our next segment. Hey, real quick. I had a question for you. I was thinking about something real quick. What the, who the uh, singer of that song was? Yeah, go for it. No, no. Oh, God. Was it Wilder? Okay, I'll get it. You're going to get Stephen it. Stephen Wilder. There's, is no, it Stephen Wilder? You're getting, you're getting there, though. It's in that. It's, I'll give you a clue. It's a disciple. That doesn't help you at all. Yeah, it really doesn't. <laughs> you're you're wait, 100% no, right not. about that. No, wait, wait. What was he? One of Jesus' brothers. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> no, I was just thinking about something the other day. This is almost like a Steve Whiteboard thought. Oh, have you ever have seen someone... Like, do you think it's possible... To be able to whistle when you're mad. Yes. 
Really? Because yeah. give me a scenario where that would be something that you do. You can't be like, you know what? I don't need this job anymore. You've done nothing but belittle me the entire time. I can't believe that you're fucking firing me. Fuck all of you. Oh, you mean whistle away? I'm out. I'm just saying, you no. don't. You're not. When are you ever going to hear somebody whistle when they're mad? Here's this. Ready? Oh, so I'm the one that I'm the one that didn't do that work. That's different. That, that is, is a different. whistling when you're that, but that technically makes, yes. Yeah, that's but what I'm, I'm talking about you, whistle. Okay, let me be more specific. Okay, okay. Whistling a tune. Uh, no. Because, yeah, you're right. I forgot about the whole... Because that's almost like an exclamation. Yes, you're like, woo <laughs> You thing. did that to me? Exactly. Oh, that's the Hold thing. Hold my beer. So that... Hold this, baby. I'm going to fight. <laughs> oh, dude, that's funny. Your, I, your, your wife would do everything you can't... Her, she could do to stop you from doing that. She would just be like, shut up. You're not fighting anyone. <laughs> Come on. I don't think she'd say that. <laughs> yes, she would. She'll be like, yes, you're going to fight him. That You're person him, in huh? front of you right All now. All right. Okay, big man. Okey go ahead. Dokey. All right. Hey, let's do this. Good job, buddy. If, Good but, job. Hey, we... everyone. That's my husband right there. Watch this. Okay, or, now see him on the ground? <laughs> that's still my husband. Dude, He's just on the ground. Here would be the funniest part. If you throw a punch and threw your back out, I would try my best not to <laughs> laugh. I would try my... If you missed the punch and just fell and couldn't get back up. G. That that's G. old school though. G. Like like the back thing happens once in it okay. This time around it it, ha- it didn't happen for like 5 years. Oh, but you said you just got up and stretched and your back went out. Yeah. That's, but I think I slept wrong or something. But if you threw a punch, you could definitely throw your back out. When's the last time you threw a punch? Your body doesn't know what it's doing. Last time I th- you mean like a real a real a fight punch 100% in, punch. It's been a long time. Dude, your body would lose it. It's been a really long time since I've actually thrown Since we're doing whiteboard questions, I have one for yeah. you then. What's up? Where are hamsters in the wild? <laughs> Yours are always better than mine. That's a great one. Like, I was looking at them and I was like, I've never seen a wild hamster. <laughs> Look out. Watch out for wild hamsters. Exactly. Guys. Where the hell are these things? Did we just know. make them to have pets? That's a really good question. You see snakes in the wild. You see everything in the wild. Various rodents you'll see in the wild. Yes. But where, you know what? I got to admit, I've never been like, is that a hamster? Yeah, exactly. I'm going to take my dog out to the park to chase hamsters. No, that doesn't happen. Does not happen, Jay. Wow. They just exist at PetSmart. You think that they're like genetically engineered in some laboratory i seriously do i think they were made be like let's make a cute furry rodent that kids can handle without worrying <laughs> that's so funny i never would have thought of that that's really really funny so yeah i was it's a little random and i literally it like made me almost put on the brakes in my car when i was thinking about it <laughs> <laughs> my whole brain was like yo wait a minute have we been hoodwinked and no kids ask about it either. They go through their whole life in school and never be like, excuse me, Miss Smith, I, where are hamsters from? No, nope. they just accept the fact that, oh, you'll, you know, they're just, they just existed in your room. That is so funny, dude. Very strange. But they are, I do know that they can actually transmit diseases to you, though, if they bite you. It's pretty wild. I have been bitten by a hamster once. So have I. But it didn't break skin. Did yours break skin? 
Yeah, he broke skin. <gasps> little little kid skin. He broke my little finger. How did he, why did he bite you? What happened? Picked him up. And he bit you? He was probably mad at the generic name I gave him. What? Oh, dude. What did I think I was like four or five when I named him. What'd you name him? It's very generic. Take a guess. It's a hamster. Ooh, it's a hamster? Right. Is that a normal human name? No, it's like the laziest way to name a, like a kid will name something. Hammy. Yeah, it was Hammy. That's not true. That's not true. <laughs> no, it it's hammy. not, Dan. I oh, swear. My I'm like, ah, God. let's see. They're like, name it. What are you going to name it? My dad, Miho. What are you going to name it? Not like he said Miho like that, he but he really? probably called me Miho. Oh, okay. And I'd be like, hmm. Yeah, I don't care. Let's go Hammy. That's you did not say Hammy, Dan. I really did. Yeah. That is an awful name. I was five. Don't be so judgy. Every five-year-old's coming up with a better name than that. Don't be so judgy. Matter of fact, I think if I could talk to 500 five-year-olds, not one of them would choose Hammy. They'd probably be like, I'll name him Thor. I'll name him, you know. Well, I didn't have the MCU to watch on my television, you know. You did have <laughs> back the- then. I wasn't. What did I have back then? I had things like Scooby. Scooby. Hammy. See? G-G. You know Scooby? Did you know Scooby Doo has a real, actual, full name? No, I don't know that. <laughs> Hold on, we're gonna get on because otherwise, this 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 answer right now <laughs> is about to like that's real name. Sir Scooby. Scooby Doo. Jimmy John Jones. His real name is. Uh, Hit me with it. Scoobert Doo. So they just changed it up to Scooby. Yes. Or Scoob. Yes. Okay. It's Scoobert Dew. That's whack. <laughs> Why would you even name a dog Scoobert? I think it's very original. I mean, like for a while, D.O.G. was the thing. And I thought when I first heard D.O.G. D.O.G. was never the thing. D.O.G. is a thing. Like I've heard a few people be like, hey, D.O.G. And when I sat there and realized what they did, I literally had an out of body experience. <laughs> You're a genius. You should write the Ninth Symphony. I couldn't believe I've what heard it done. before. I just didn't think it was that. Oh, it great. was a D.O.G. was a thing. Um, dog. I've heard. Um, but other than that, there was. But a, you're giving me shit for Hammy. Dude, Hammy's dog. I would rather you hammy. say hamster. You need to back up off my five year old self. Dude, Hammy is terrible, Jay. Had a lot going on back then, man. What did you have bigger, going on? I had bigger issues to worry about like than even a fucking hamster. Like what? You know what? There's a lot. I don't really want to talk about it. It's a very did your, dark time in my life. Did your dad really say <laughs> uh, mijo? Hey, every once in a while. Does he, he always called me Daniel, too. Did he speak Spanish? A little bit. Hey! You should probably learn it. Hey, what was that? What was that? A. I'm learning new things about you. I didn't know that. Does oh, your mom speak I Spanish? You're like doing an imitation. No, she's the worst. Is your mom white? She might as well be. Both your parents are Hispanic. Yeah, my mom was just like, "What is that? Is that Mexican culture?" No, thank you, sir. No, thank you. Yeah, really? my mom was like, "Oh yeah, she's the biggest coconut on the block." So you will be the first to admit it. You were almost engineered to marry a. Uh, There's probably a reason why I'm like, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the hills. No, of because you married a Hispanic woman, and so that's why I thought that maybe I was like, maybe you were just reaching. Are we still for, on this? Gee, I'm not. We're not having this conversation. I actually got a good look at your the wife. The O'Neill last Spaniards. Week. I actually looked at your wife, and I was like, yep, Hispanic woman. Yeah, I can totally see how you see that. G, G, this isn't a conversation anymore. Okay, you're always right. Maybe you don't know though, and I could get that. I have a sense of these things. 
I already told you how she says she's Mexican. See? I'm, she's Mexican by injection. Jesus Christ. Can you do That's the, what can she you, said, can not you just me. Do, okay, do the contact information. <laughs> sure, why not? Hey, everyone. Let's see if we can bounce back from that. How do you do today? My name is Dan Ramirez, and I'm a filthy pig. Yeah. If you want to get a hold of us, hit us up at Heroes of Noise Podcast at gmail.com. Ladies and gents, welcome back to the show. Heroes of Noise Podcast at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Twitter at Heroes of Noise. My beautiful brother over there, Mr. Steve Hudson at SE underscore Hudson Music. Me, Dan, the dirty one, Dirty Dan at Dan Q Public. It's not Dirty Dan at Dan Q Public, it's just Dan Q Public find us there um let me make things really easy for you guys there's a little little place on the internet that we like to call heroesofnoise.com go over there it's very simple heroesofnoise.com this is where you leave us voicemails you can see what's going on with the show you can see what's going on with the word the unofficial preacher podcast coming back very shortly ladies and gentlemen very shortly uh subscribe to the show check out the pods of justice section check out all of our friends say hello tell them we're it's okay to do so. You can take credit every once in a while. We'll take the credit. Just tell them who sent you. That's all I'm asking. Other than that, I think it's going to be a lovely day. We still have a lot of lovely show for your beautiful ears. And Mr. Steve Hudson's going to bring it back in right now. So, Steve, without further ado, take it on, homie. You know, the funny thing about sending in emails and voicemails is that sometimes we're reading on the show. Not only do we sometimes do it, we do it every time. We ruffle through the millions and we decide which ones are the best to read. And Dan made his pick today which ones are we going to read brother this took a long time man a long time with the millions of emails that we got dude ridiculous. it's silly it, i mean it looks ridiculous on my phone people are like ten thousand gmails i'm like look just calm down just chill out okay go find yourself a wild hamster so the first one we have is from my man kevin shanks you may know shanks. kevin shanks steve podcast buddy does a show a lovely show by the name of nobody asked you kevin and he's he just wanted to send us a little something this is regarding last week's episode Hi, Dan and Steve. This is Kevin Shanks here. I am just going to keep this short and sweet today. You guys fucking rock. I love your show, Heroes of Noise. Um, I especially love this last episode with Rebecca and Melissa. And uh, keep up the good work. That's all I got to say. You guys are awesome. Peace. Damn nice of you, Kevin. You freaking rock. Thank you, Kev. That was a fun show. That really was. That was a freaking amazing show. I got to get all my wokeness out of my system that I've been pent up. It was great. <laughs> Did <good>. you ever? <laughs> Woo! I, was, I had to put my life my life jacket on. I was drowning in wokeness Gee, on that one. I felt good. Where'd Dan go? <laughs> he's, under, he's under there. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, me too. Exactly. Fuck yeah. I would like to say one thing. I do believe blacks just haven't worked as hard. We just jump on you. <laughs> There was a lot going on. You know what was going on? What? What I noticed about last week's show. What was that? Well, the thing was is that, you know, you would say something mm -hmm. and then like say Rebecca would say something mm -hmm. or whatever. But what was what I think was happening was um It's like, you know ah! you, you said a little something. And I could tell I couldn't see her. But I think I saw Rebecca. <laughs> and like these hearts all formed around your head, you know? And it got really cloudy. And she looked up. And Steve, she said, That's hilarious. I'm just saying. <laughs> and Steve was like, I agree with you, Shotty. I'm just saying, love connection, ladies what and gentlemen. That's what was going on. Be back in two and two. I call it like I see it. You know, that was a little bit before your time, huh? 
Why do you keep saying that? I'm older than you. You're barely older than me, G. And I was running these streets earlier. Okay. You were not running the streets. Running Your ass streets. lived in San Luis Obispo. Stop it. Look, I moved there when I was like, well, nine. I was already running the streets in L.A. by nine. And then I got to I'm San not entirely sure you were even in L.A. <laughs> <laughs> I think you grew up on Hygiera Street. <laughs> As that was the spot, G. How do you? Oh, that's right. Never mind. I was about to be like, how does he know Hygiera? And you should just hang out at coffee shops on Marsh. Gee, I used to love it, dude. Here's I look back. And I had quite the existence, Jay. I had quite the privileged existence. Yeah, I'm not arguing with you. But I did run the streets, though. By when you, you were, were born, the toughest guy in your boarding school. Gee, here's <laughs> here's <laughs> look how Steve wears his coat. Gee. He's got style. <laughs> no, I, I walk in the cafeteria <laughs> like if anybody touches my tater tots, it's on, baby. This I'd is loo- my pudding. And I loosen my tie and sit down at my desk. Yeah, I better just back the heck off. <laughs> oh, man, you're making me use foul language now. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious, Jay. That's <laughs> hilarious. But I was, yeah, I was, by the time I was born, when I was 12 years old, when you were six, no, you were 12, I was six. I was running these streets, bro. Wait, I was running the streets at 12. Or five? I'll never say. I think it's five. I think I'm five. Yeah, you're five years old. Yeah. Yeah. You're like me and my little sister. But think about this, man. Five years old, I'd already had five years of life before you even popped out. Yeah. So but you were, I've lived. You were kind of chilling in Fresno. That didn't count. Yeah, Pinedale, California. <laughs> if anybody around knows, with Pinedale. Bro, Pinedale. Dude. You get beat up. I got beat up by a girl. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't, damn. Dude, they used to put fucking hits on me. I swear to you. I went to this school called Nelson School. And they didn't, I don't even know why. I think it was because of getting back to how I was raised, you know, and parents are just kind of like, nah, I'm cool with all the culture. Yeah. But they put me into uh, Pinedale school and uh, it's rough, brother. It was rough. So there'd be times I'd be like, I'd be just be playing with my Hot Wheels or something, maybe playing with some Star Wars figures in the sandbox and get the tap on the, on the shoulder. Yeah. Hey, you, you Dan, you Daniel? Because they called me Daniel back then. <laughs> yeah. Why? Boom, boom, pow, boom, pow, boom. Just, I'd get hit. I'd get gee, beat up a lot. Gee. Gee. I did. I got beat up until the third grade. And then, sir, I was introduced to Bruce Lee and oh, <laughs> started no. taking Shotokan karate. What? So I was like going, I took like three, four classes. I'm like, that's enough. Went back and I just realized that everyone that was picking on me really didn't need to be because they're just bullies and usually not of course, that tough. Of course. So I went on this like uh, vigilante, <laughs> third grade vigilante spree, just fucking little kids up left and right. Little kids or you pee a kid your age? Well, we were, I was a little kid oh, okay, too. Okay, 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 okay. I was about to say, no, wow, that's hard. I just did it. No, it all just kind of took place last week. Got angry and started thinking about the past. <laughs> Can, Went into an elementary school. Would, would you be mad if we start calling you Daniel now? Um, I don't know why it's necessary. But I don't know if I'd be mad about it. But it's like, it. whatever. Daniel's fine. I know the ones Some you people call don't me Daniel. Like, but Daniel, I've never heard what your opinion is. I don't mind if it, if it floats your boat to call me Daniel. You can call me Daniel. It's just an extra syllable you're throwing out. You don't look like a Daniel, though. Guess what, Steve? Yeah. I am. Isn't that crazy? It's pretty freaking wild, dude. Daniel. No, Dan is the one. What's your middle name? We don't need to get into specifics. Isn't it just like a normal name? Like John? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's like Daniel Paul or something like that. It's a weird no. normal name. No. It's something like that. You've told me before. It's like 
Daniel starts with the R. Daniel uh Daniel Roger or something. It's a nope. weird name, dude. No, it's like a normal person name. Which, Russell. Oh, dude, he a normal person name, dude. It's very interesting. Like Fat Albert's little buddy, Russell. How do you what what's your take on normal people middle names instead of like fastidious? <laughs> I know some people that name their kid middle name Danger. That's actually really clever. It's going to come in hella handy when he gets older. If they that's still what I always say told that. him. I go, it's kind of weird. I know I told him. I go, it's getting a little weird. I'm not insulting you. I'm just saying that's an unusual name to do. But it's cool as shit. But that's going to come in so much more handy when you get older. When he gets older. It might, but the girl that he says it to is going to be like, what? And the parents are going to spit out their water. Like what he <laughs> says. Because they're going to get it. The people, because I think that's a, a, a phrase that's going to leave in a few years. Like, the danger is my middle name? Yep. Most people don't even know it now. Like, if a 14-year-old does not know that now. And if he shows up to the prom at 18, and it's just like, my middle name is Danger, the, the parents are going to laugh. The parents are going to crack up, and the girl's going to be like, I don't get it. For They're sure. going to until he goes, no, really. Oh, yeah. I think it's pretty cool. And then makes googly eyes at the mom. That's a pimp move. <laughs> <laughs> not for real. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Touches her chest. He's a nice boy, Karen. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Ooh. Haven't been looked at like that before. My word. <laughs> Do people still say my word? Um, People in church. It's that. Th- or egads. I don't hear egads much. Egads. Mm-hmm. I don't hear people expl- exclaim egads. Or gadzooks. Gadzooks is a great one. I wonder if that was a real word before they put it in comics. Who makes these words up? Who's the first person that said, huzzah, this is an awesome party. I know, um, what is it again? Uh, like, Mr. Bojangles made up a few words. Like, I know, I think the person who made up the most words was what, Shakespeare, right? He created the most words. How do you even do that? He just made How do you look at something and go, that looks like a chrysanthemum? <laughs> you know that's I mean? real. Now, that's true. But you know, um, have you heard of uh, binomial nomenclature? You have. Yes. Do you know that there's only one animal that we regularly call in its original binomial, binomial nomenclature? What's the animal? Yes. Because there's o- everything you call. There's like, so many. No, there's only one that you could call by its actual that name. Everything else you're like, shark, pig. You don't call it by its name. There is an animal we call by its actual long binomial nomenclature. Even kids do it. A uh, rhinoceros? Oh, dude. <laughs> it's close. It's really close. It's in the a prehistoric animal. An alligator? A crocodile? Tyrannosaurus rex. Oh, I'm thinking like... That's why I said prehistoric. Well, yeah, you said prehistoric, but I thought you were talking about modern, like something that's been around that long. That's why I went with the alligator. I guess, I mean, that's, you could take it that way. I'm just saying. I thought you were talking about modern animals. Like, because you said we still call, I guess we still call them. I see your point. <laughs> yeah. Tyrannosaurus Rex. Not everyone. T-Rex. You try to make me seem dumb. <laughs> but I'm not dumb. <laughs> no, I'm not. Dan's like, prehistoric. Okay. Alligator. I'm like, no, no. I was going tired. Oh, prehistoric. Yeah. I thought you were talking about <laughs> modern animals totally. that are still around. No, you're right. Or prehistoric animals that are still around. Mm-hmm. What I'm at. Which, again, would date them. <laughs> I guess technically it doesn't make them prehistoric hey, anymore. I'm but you know what gonna, I'm saying? Bruh, listen. 
I don't give a fuck. I don't care. You, I don't give a fuck. Bring it, internet. <laughs> fuck all of you. Oh my god. Oh, I every last one of you. I needed this today. Oh, that's funny. All right, what else do we got? What other voicemails do we have, sir? This one's coming from Favon. Yo, this is from a week ago. I have no idea what's on this one, to be honest with you. So let's just uh, let's play. This awesome is a, I am. I imagine this is a dry run. Let's check it out. Hello, heroes. It's Favon again. Um, Steve, did you Uh-oh. actually say that you think that you could help someone cheat, but you might fall in love with the what? That's dope. The, <laughs> You think that, why would that even cross your mind to help someone cheat? But anyway, that's, that's, that's just a, uh, you know, may, maybe you, you, you may- maybe I can answer this. You see, he's a bastard, Favor. <laughs> he's a bastard. <laughs> he likes to make fun of the way people talk. That's Look, what he is. You know, it's funny. She texts me throughout the week. And she's like, so that's your idea of like, she was like, uh, the whole cheating thing is pretty uh, interesting. I was like, oh, Favon didn't like that. I gave you the simple answer, but let's let's continue. Let's see what else happens here. Step when you were speaking. I don't know. Maybe you chose the wrong words. I but did. Whatever. I did. I didn't like that. I think you're getting scolded. Um, anyway, and then the story about you and Maj. Oh, my gosh. It made me sick to my stomach. Oh, she didn't know. I <laughs> I, I hate that story so much, yep. but I do agree it would make a good movie. And what, what are we talking about? Are we talking about the, uh, oh, the, the snow event? I, I forgot I never told her that. I never told anybody okay. that. I didn't even tell my mom. Because <laughs> she would have been like, I told you not to go. <laughs> and I didn't want to hear that. You have any things you could say that about? Oh, for sure. For sure. That's, that's just one of them. Okay, let's move yes. on. Yes. Um, if you guys ever do a uh, Heroes of Noise uh, production, I, w- I want to be in it. Sure. I'm always trying to jump in on you guys' stuff. I'm sorry. You know, that's just, that's just how it is, and that's just how it's going to be. Accept it, <laughs> and let's move on. Love you guys. Maybe I'm crazy, but it seems like you two are related. Uh, we are. Um, it's funny. Uh, Nana Pratt on, uh, uh, on uh, Facebook. From the blurs up in this piece. Um, he uh, um, hit me up. He was like, what exactly is your relation to Favon? And I was like, I sent it to Favon. And she was like, oh, he thinks my name is Favon. I think I've explained it on the pod before. But no, she's my favorite auntie. And one day I just said, started calling her Favon. And that's what happened. So she's my favorite auntie. If you hang out with Steve long enough, you're gonna get a nickname. Sure do. Like I don't I think that's how it works. I've never, I don't ever call you Dan anymore. You don't. I never do. No, you've started a trend. I don't like it. Oh, but dude, it's it goes so perfectly. I didn't say it didn't. I just don't like it. I totally get it. And Favon, if you ever, if we ever do a big and dude, it looks like oh, I didn't even tell you. It looks like it's going down, bruh. What's that? Um, a very wonderful up-and-coming filmmaker said he wants to film the movie. Yes, I know about this. Gee. Oh, Je- oh Jeffrey. Oh, Je- I need to stop oh, saying Jeffrey. that because of the root of where that came from. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I don't think that you're... Uh, I, think you're I think you're safe. But yeah. It's a good one. Uh, I'm not going to stop saying it, so you don't. It goes, please, it's going to make I me look bad. talk about him, I think that. Go, oh, Jeffrey. Go, oh, Jeffrey. Um, but, uh, yeah, 
I was like, uh, it might be a Heroes of Noise production might might actually go down. I'm tinkering with the uh, ending and the little in betweens of the script, and I'm like, oh wow. Bought myself so a little bit of. What do I get a, to play in this? What part do I play? It doesn't I, even necessarily need to be, be an my acting partner. part. Well, you have to. We we we're kind of all going to have to be fairly majorly involved because <laughs> we don't exactly have a budget for um, what do you call it? Actors. You want me to be the cop that sends you off? Oh, gee, what are you talking about? Into the snow, right? No, we're doing the other one because we don't have the money. They said what, what the plan oh, see, was. I'm okay. sorry. That was my favorite one. But I, I, I hear you. Yes. We're going to do a. We don't have the money for. Uh, we talked about it. He's like, yeah, those effects are more than one would think. And we're not going to film in the snow. <laughs> Where's your balls at, Jeffrey? Come on. <laughs> so he's like, that other one is easier, but I. My thing is uh, just tinkering with the ending because I don't I don't know if this is a girl gets uh, the man gets the girl thing. I don't want to you know I don't want it to be that simple where it's just like you you're a douche and then you end up winning. Douches are winning world all over the world right now. <laughs> I just don't want to write a movie where the douche wins. Not saying I'm a douche. But, well, who's uh, gonna play the lead the lead love interest? That's a ooh, gee, I have a suggestion. You, why are you why are you doing these? I have a suggestion, bro. What's that? I'm just uh, no names. Just you're hilarious, Dan. I have a suggestion. Okay. Ah! Are you gonna? Oh yeah, she could just fly out. We here. might be able to get her cheap, is yeah, what I'm saying. Do. She's friends. We got to fly her out here and give her, put her up in a dope hotel. She knows peeps in California. Come on out, Rebecca. Oh, I said it. Sorry, no one knew who I was talking about, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun, dude. Like. Jeffrey knows, like, he's like, we have to get together and do a production meeting. I was like, this guy is a professional. That's what you call a professional. I like that. I respect that, Jeffrey. I'm big on production meetings. Business yes, he meetings. He really is. I respect you, kid. Damn Got something a- coming for you, too, brother. I'm not going to tell you what it is, even though you already know. But I will see you Saturday, sir. You're going to be It's big- yours. Yes. It's, I, can't, I cannot freaking wait. But, um, yeah, it might be going down, bro. It might be freaking going down. I just gotta I bought myself some good screenwriting. Uh, a screenwriting. Um, you have your quill, right, dude? Are you gonna write? <laughs> Please dude. write the whole script with your quill. Using a quill is a beast. I'll buy you a monocle. I should. So there I was. No, it's for me. It's the quill is just. I mean, you really you have to learn how to write, dude. Like I'm, you have to learn how to write with what? <laughs> I thought I could just write. No. Mm-mm. But it is fun to learn how to write with it. Are you going to do an actual script format where it's like yes. exterior day? I bought a I I bought a script uh, uh, some software. I bought a, a script writing software. Wow, you're not yeah. kidding around. Well, I've written a script before when I was really you know how when I get into something I get stupid into it. That's what happened yeah. at that time, and I wrote like three scripts. Where are these scripts now? Uh, one of them was handwritten, and it's in my garage. And ever so often, Deidre, my son's mom, will be like, remember that script you wrote? <laughs> I'm like, yes, I remember. She's like, uh-huh. Because one of the characters I named her like Deandra or something. She's like, I know that's me. <laughs> it's like she was reading it. And her, and she and just her, put brother, it down. her brother, Meeve. Exactly. Meeve and Deandra. <laughs> it's just like, she's like, I know that's me. What are, what are you doing? She put it down and just looked at me. She's like, this is obviously me, right? I was like, yeah, but don't take everything so personally. Um, but but yeah, yeah, here's I, the story I, arc for really his son, it. Raj. Exactly. His, <laughs> fr- his friend, Ranathan. 
Like, okay, dude, it's not very. But yeah, this it's really fun. Uh, I think it's going to be really fun. We're going to see what we come out with. I don't know if it's going to be able to be a short, so it's going to take a long time to be done with it. But I think after it's it's done, if we when we do it, I think we should have like a get together and watch it and just have fun. Let's we, rent out a hall. You know what? I do have the hookup for a, a hall. We can definitely find a place to screen this, dude. For like free. Okay, I like that. It's in the back of a restaurant called IHOP. Okay. It's a conference room. <laughs> All right, guys, here's the best part. Here we go. Here we go. Here, here, here comes the best part. Uh, who ordered the Rudy Tootie fresh and fruity? That's me. That's me. That's, that's me. That's me. Well, go ahead and now push on pause. Gee, we could totally, we could, um, we could totally rent out a, um, or I could just ask my, uh, uh, I ask, I have a few friends with, <laughs> I have a friend with a movie theater in his house. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt that's going to work. <laughs> it would, but it, it was, I weird. can't go. <laughs> Everyone can go, stop but Dan. <laughs> stop. And, but yeah, we, we, I think it'll be fun just to, uh, and knowing uh, Jeffrey, jokes. Jeffrey's gonna really try to, he's going to push it. He's gonna be like, yeah, this was all fun, this little get together, but I'm sending it to, I'm sending it to everybody because they believe in what they're doing, dude. Like seeing the spark in their eyes of belief of what could happen, I never want to take that away, ever. No, there there is something about youth, yes, and ambition, and, and he's and gonna fire make it. Inside. And if he's so into it, it's infectious. And other people will be like, oh, maybe it is great, maybe it is amazing. And uh, it's just, and I can't wait to actually see him um, doing it, like filming things and giving direction and being like, I need you to do it like this. It's just going to be, we might be at the beginning of who he might, like who he's going to become. Maybe. What what if you're giving your lines and all of a sudden it's just like, cut. Fuck. (laughs) Let's go ahead and run that one again. Steve, a little more energy. He'll get a Please. call from his father and he'll be like, look, Steve called me again crying. Can you just take it easy <laughs> on him a little bit? Mr. Hudson, I can call you Steve, right? I'm going to go ahead and call you Steve because, you know, you are in the movie. Um, what's a nice way of saying move your ass and learn your lines? I don't know. I don't but know But if to I say. think of it, I'm going to tell you that at some point. <laughs> All right, everybody reset. Fuck. All right, Steve, try not to fuck this one up. Ready? Let's go. What would you do? Gee, <laughs> like, I would be still, like... Is this still talking to me like this? First of all, part of my brain would say, he is going to be huge. He could be like, clicking. no! <laughs> You're walking in the middle of the back there. <laughs> I know. Oh, here I go. Oh, <laughs> what were you doing? I was just reset. No, oh, good for you. <laughs> See, that was the that here's the thing if i had one christian bell blow up i would never have to get mad again i would have gotten it what he got out that day i that's why he's so chill he must now. have felt so much better though right? oh dude he has been chill ever since he's like oh i had a lot of pent-up anger and i'm actually that fine day, now <laughs> i feel much better oh and whoever that poor ad was or whoever i guarantee they're probably just like i'm never working on the film set again <laughs> I am never doing that again. And you heard people trying to calm him down. And he's like, guess what you're not going to do to Batman? Calm me down. Not today. I just climbed out of a cave. I'm trying to run my lines. You're walking in the background. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Fucking guy. Was, he lost his shit. He, he was so 
mad, dude. And here's the thing. If I actually saw what happened, I wonder if I'd be like, oh, yeah. Oh, they're messing up. Like, over it. How many times did he take it, I wonder? But no matter what, and like, he said it right. He said, I don't care if I took it 100 times. There's no reason to ever talk to someone like that. I'm like, he gets it. That was back when apologies were real. Or what do you think decent. that dude said when he went home? They're like, what's wrong, Bob? <laughs> I got yelled at by Christian. Ba- Everyone Christian first Bale's at the bar. Dick. Here's the problem. At the bar, people are actually been like, got laid off. My son has lupus. Da, 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 da. And then he's like, what about you? I got yelled at by Christian Bell on a film set. They're like, get out of this bar. Get <laughs> out of this bar. Because your problems are bullcrap. Pour your drink out. You can't take it with you. <laughs> you can't take it. Because that crap, getting yelled at by Christian Bell for the day, it would suck. But considering. That's yeah, a like, story you can tell. Exactly. I mean, I've been, have I been yelled at by anyone spectacular before? No. That will be the day that I get I yelled at by Stevie Wonder. Who? My wife. You know what? And she was She's probably spectacular, right. G. She's probably Oh, right. I'm earning points. That's no, actually <laughs> dope. That was a <laughs> But then I killed it because I said, oh, I'm earning points. Yeah, you should have been like, she's spectacular to me. I've been like, oh. I'm going to edit that and make myself sound really good. You should, And make sure you put some audience noise in there. You know what's funny? I don't think I'm ever going to be close enough to a significant other where I'm okay with them yelling at me. That comes with 25 years. 25 years is a yell point. Yep, 25 years. No, her behavior was warranted back in the day. Like, I could be a dick. Yes, but you guys knew each other for years at that point. This is true. As you mentioned, we had been together since the womb. Dude, you guys have been together so long. Like, being around you, it's like you guys are the same person. It's pretty amazing. It's adorable, actually. It gives me hope for the future. I can't help it. We can't help it. You, I mean, adorable people. It's a, and then, you know what's interesting, though? What's that? I left your house, and I was hungry. I was like, why am don't I hungry? Even, don't even start. I'm like, why am Every I Every damn time. I can't even offer you coffee. I know. I think you took coffee that time. I did take coffee. You didn't yeah, offer me a, a burrito. Just right? stop it. I'm just Stop saying. it. Stop I left it. hungry stop is it. what I'm saying. Good. You're going to leave hungry every single time now. Dang. <laughs> and I love going to your house. Your house is so Guys, perfect. you understand? One time he came over, I literally offered to start up my big green egg. It's a barbecue pit, in case you guys don't know. I was going to put... Portobello mushrooms on the grill. I was going to make this dude the best veggie sandwich he ever had. He said, like, no, I don't I'm think cool. that ever happened. You are so full of shit. Oh, it did. No, no, no. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I know it did. Thank you for telling me I'm right. I know I'm right. totally right. Yeah, you were totally right. But you know what? Every time I go there, I do feel loved. I leave and I'm just like, oh, it was the dogs. Yeah. You should see my dogs now. They got all cut. They look all good. How? Got them all groomed up. Not cut. Oh, I groomed. thought you meant like they started running or something. <laughs> my my some... dog got cut. He doesn't have balls anymore. No, Jeez. they got uh, groomed. They look really nice. They look nice when I see them. Oh, you should see them now. They're adorable. And they're very different. Roxy and Baxter, ladies and gentlemen. And Roxy is the black one because I remember Roxy Black. Uh, she's kind of a tricolor, but I see what you're saying. Yeah, because I always get them mixed up and finally I was like, is this Roxy? And you're like, yeah, I'm like Roxy Black. You got it. Good job. She's adorable. Okay, what's the email? Our guy Adam sent us a little something. Mr. What's Templeman. Up? This is titled Killing It Gentlemen. Okay, here we go. This came into us today okay. at 6.32 a.m. I believe he is from Canada, so I can't tell you what time What are you talking about? That was horrible. <laughs> I think a boot's right. <laughs> Hi. What are you talking about? And they, other, they say other things, too. <laughs> 
How's it going, eh? Do they say schedule? He said, he said, hey, Dan and Steve, how's it going, eh? Week to week. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that is. Sounded like, oh, you know, you sound like. tough when I say it. You sound like Homeboy from Fargo. Um, Phil, uh, not Phyllis. It was Felicity. Who's Felicity Husband's husband? Oh, yeah. He's he's real popular right now, huh? William H. Macy. <laughs> yes. Actually, they're both a, quite the pair. Dude, quite the pair. <laughs> <laughs> She's out on like, what is it? I think it's $500,000 bail. Which right was now. pocket change. Hey, you know what yeah, though? Like, no. What? Uh, go ahead and get it. It's in the shoebox. Dude, I don't know though. $500,000 is the grip of money. And, but You're you going down, Huffman. You're going down. Yes, for sure. But you sound like him in Fargo. Well, I should know. You have that whole thing going on. <laughs> How's it going, eh? Your show's raging. <laughs> All right, here we go. Hey, Adam That's she. He's doing this, by the way. By the way, let me tell you something about Templeman, and I think I talk to this dude a lot and tell him this. This fucking guy, I've only heard his voice a few times, but he needs a microphone. He's one of the quickest guys that contacts us and, and just has shit to say all the time. He's so funny. He is. So, Adam. Would, would you say he needs two turntables and a microphone? I th- that's his thing? I okay. think it might be. Okay. He's kind of all over the place, this guy. All right. Okay. Mr. Strata. What's that mean? Uh, I think it's an app he uses to run with. Strata? Yeah, I think so. I think it's this an app. Oh, S T R A T A. Feel free to look it up while I'm doing this. Strata. I might hey, Dan and Steve. Week to week, you guys are bringing the heat, and it's great to hear the collaborations that you're putting together. The food truck is a great idea, especially as a side hustle that you can pour some serious passion into. You could even tie it into the podcast, or podcast, as he put it, with uh, stuff like road trip interview series and fill people's ears with dulcet tones. As you fill their bellies with tasty morsels. I like it. I like it. <laughs> tasty morsels. Mm-hmm. That's what you that are, always makes me think of. You are very poetic, Adam. When people say tasty morsels, I just kind of gross out a little bit. These are some... Mm, these are tasty morsels. I don't think you've... Ever, have you ever said that before? Me, no. But I hear a lot of people say that. Those are some oh. tasty morsels. I'm going to say that the next time I go to a restaurant. How is food? These morsels, not so good, but these morsels here are very tasty. Thank you very much for asking. What is considered a morsel? Uh, I believe it's just uh, I think there's an a a piece of a food. It's a piece of a food. I'll look it up. It's a morsel of food that coincidentally is tasty. See, uh, let me finish up here. It says, I'm always looking forward to the new episodes and you guys pretty much get bumped to the top of the run or gym playlist anytime a new one drops. Thank you very much, sir. In your face, other podcasts. No, I'm just kidding. Steve, the female man butt thirst is real. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Is this real? We forgot to bring this up. This is something that we should have brought up last week. I think that uh, Melissa was, and actually Rebecca both were like, yeah, that's a real deal thing. So we need to, there, more on this to come. We need some, <laughs> <laughs> it's a man butt moment. Maybe there it is. We just asked different people. Hey, hold on. Let's take a man butt moment. What do you guys think? I would walk around with a mic and ask people. I'm Steve Hudson, and this is a man butt moment. <laughs> Get away from me. <laughs> Stop following me. <laughs> when you play hockey, oh, I think this is for you too. When you play hockey, which uh, Canadians are capable of straight out of the womb, you develop a skater's butt. A huge oh, portion of the cat on, calls man. that get live. That's what he says. Come He's on. Canadi- He's Canadian. Why should we disagree? I don't think a skater's butt is a thing. I think it's a real deal. It's a Canadian thing. 
Okay, but you either have a butt from DNA or not. Well, I don't think they don't have butts. Uh, some people don't have butts, though. Exactly. I don't think if you skate, all of a sudden your butt will develop. But Adam you ever says seen it that will. Meme? <laughs> Here's a meme where it's a long ass day. That's so cool. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> skater. Ah, Adam, skater. that's funny. I'm going to look for skaters, but. But enough about your Friday night. All right. A huge portion of the cat calls mm. that get lobbed your way. <laughs> A huge portion of the cat calls that get lobbed your way on the ice revolve around comments on the size and shape of that ass. Keep on crushing it, Adam. I don't think he means the ass. Jeez. But we can keep on crushing that ass if we want. I think it might be a thing. What? Skater's butt. Yeah, why would he lie? I mean, I'm not saying, but I, I, don't, I think it accentuates it. Just like if I started like playing soccer, I already have a nice butt, the soccer would just make it even better. That's, yeah, kind of goes without saying. I, I mean, that's pretty incredible, actually. I did not know that. Thank you, Adam. I didn't know that the woman, the woman, how did he uh, phrase it? The woman man butt thirst? <laughs> the female man butt thirst. I did not know this. Okay. Well, then, okay. Well, then that brings up a question. I think we like it for different reasons. I wonder what they like it for. What do you mean? Please elaborate. I'm curious what your reasons are. Oh, no. <laughs> no, 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 please. I think that everyone wants to know. Okay. Women like a man's... I, you know what? I'm going to need to ask because I can't speak for them. I need to ask a woman what, uh, what they like a man's butt for. Like, what do they like it about? Like, is it just like a eye candy? Because men is not for eye candy. Not just. What do you mean? I mean, we, we actually like, I'd have to get a woman on this because she might, she would cut in and be like, wait a minute. No, no, no. We're going to have a, we're going to have a woman on the show and we're going to figure out what, a a woman that likes man butts. And we're going to figure out what exactly they like it for. I want to talk about this. This is a good, this is a good question. This is breaking news. Steve Hudson, ladies and gentlemen, on what men like about women's butts. Oh, it's 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 about to go down. I'm gonna be I'm because I, I can't say it. I want someone on here, a woman on here, to be like, we like the same thing as that. Okay, cool. We also like this. We like the same thing. I'm like, okay, how deep? What is do this? you like about women's butts, Steve? Everything, dude. And so you were saying that they like different things about them. Yes, right? Isn't that how you put it? Or do they like I to did. use them for what? You no, I don't know. I want to know what because I might learn some new stuff that I did not know about, butt and I stuff? need all the game I need. Yes. Because then I might even wear some different pants. Accentuate the caboose. Yeah, women love butts. Like, think about those. I don't know. Have you ever worked in an office? I've talked about this before. Have you ever worked in, like, office, uh, almost like a cubicle kind of setting? No. Well, there's always that one lady that's got the cowboy butts. Oh, yeah. I've always seen that. If you're listening, if you're working in an office right now, just stand up and look around. Find her. See the calendar? Told you. Always that way. But see, here's the problem, though. I see more firemen, and they wear the baggy bottoms, and there is none. Yeah, but then they got the the buff chests. Exactly. So I'm thinking, is it a, what's more important, a chest or a butt? I'm going to do a calendar of myself dressed as a cowboy fireman. You totally. you guys want that, heroesofnoise.com. You should do it as MRI. Like, imagine you, like, no shirt leaning up against the magnet. Oh, gee, you're going to sell some calendars. Yeah, for sure. When is this going to happen? 
You know, I'm pretty much alone after midnight all the time. Oh, boom. Show off the barrel. I need someone to take the pictures is the only thing. Call um Gail. Nah, she won't like it. She doesn't want all this goodness getting out into the world. Oh, what I was thinking about doing is putting the calendar out and making because I mean, it's going to. I mean, we're talking at least Dude, several thousand dollars, right? At least several thousand dollars easily. And especially if I do this right around, I don't know, Christmas. That way, I have time to really work oh, into this thing. Oh, come on, we that's going to make thousands of dollars. So what I was going to do is uh-huh. going to take the the proceeds of that and I'll donate to a charity. People that don't have asses or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to buy her a nice little gift. And then she'll be like, where'd you get the money? And I'll be like, well, look at this. Then I get the sex because she's going to be all turned on. Oh, it's over, calendar. dude. Oh, and the thing is, got it all I'll, I'll, worked out, baby. I'll, I'll make sure you have a, a, a shirtless scene in the movie, too. Nice. And you think I'm playing? Even if it's like um, not warranted. Oh, for like sure. Like if I'm just a guy that's pumping gas or something with my glistening barrel chest. You do have a barrel chest, Jay. You do have a barrel chest. I feel like I missed something there. Hold on a second. Speaking of, did I say anything about barrel chest on here? Am I tripping? What do you mean? Hold on. I'm trying to find it right now, but I'm not going to find it because it's going to take I thought it was bed. a joke. I was like, I was waiting no, for the No, 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 for real. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> no, um, Adam sent something else, too, that had to do with the barrel. He, he mentioned the barrel chest. Did he? Yeah, and find I can't it find real it quick. now. Find it real quick. I don't know where it is. Search, uh, search barrel chest in the um, Gmail search. I don't think it's an email. Hold on. Was it a voicemail? We all go to Twitter. I'm just going to embrace this bad boy. Can't stop the feeling when it needs you. <laughs> <laughs> barrel chest so big that it can feed you. Oh, nice. You can just eat my barrel chest. Isn't that a good song, Jay? No, but that's okay. D- wait, wait. Okay, we're not doing it. We're not going to do it today. We're not going to do it today. It's all right. I, I'm no, not a big fan that of the Chili is a Peppers. Slamming song. It's too. it's. You know what? Out of the Chili Pepper songs that are out these days, that's probably the the one I like oh the my most. God. Can I give you that? You that's fine. You don't like Scar Tissue? Uh, yeah, it's okay. But that's not uh, like a newer song. That boodle gang gang bam bam doodle. I think they're jamming, man. I think they are jamming. You need to listen to Blood Sugar Sex Magic. That's I a great li- album. It was fine. What? I don't like Under the Bridge. Okay, that's one song. Yeah, but the Take Me to the Place. I'm sorry, I, I can't, can't listen to an entire this. album. I can't, dude. Because of one song. You are yeah. ridiculous. It's their most popular album. You couldn't name five songs off that album. Yes, I could. Hit me with it. Without Under the Bridge. Suck My Kiss. I'll throw Under the Bridge in just for the hell of it. Funky Monks. Uh, let's see, it's been a while. Could have lied. Uh, give it away. There's five right there. I stopped. That's five, but give me six. Then you already threw in under the bridge. Oh, okay, okay, fair enough. Um, let's see. Yeah, find it fairly interesting if you like them. CD so much. Naked in the rain. I think you're making it up. No, I'm not. Stop it. I'll listen to it tonight. No, you won't. I will. I like. I like. He won't, ladies and gentlemen. He's. Not, you're listening to him lie to me right now. I'm dead. I'm gonna listen to the chili, blood sugar sex magic. I just couldn't get over the under the bridge. And That's then their later best on, album, in my opinion. Um, that you might be right. I do like. Um, no, no, no might be about it, sir. You don't like Dark Necessities? Nah, I really like it. I think Flea Place is hell off. You know what it is? Here's the deal: if you're just talking about a musical situation, like the band, they're very tight. They're always going to be tight. They're a great band. They've been playing together forever. Uh, it's it's Anthony Kiedis's vocals that turn me off. Oh, I get you. I get you. I get you. And it's almost sound like this. Actually, that's really good. Yeah, that's all it is. That's freaking impressive. 
That's all he does now. He, Before that's he used to like, I, I hesitate to say rap because it sounds, it makes me sound like I ain't cool, but he, you know, he had more of, there was like a more of like a, uh, like a funky thing going on, but he would kind of, for the lack of better term, kind of rap over his shit, but then he'd sing a little bit. And then suddenly he just decided to just middle on those hand on the boom the whole time. That's all he does now. Okay. This is it. Okay. I'm going to make, I'm going to make an official <laughs> statement. Okay. No. Oh, I know all that. It's true. You know, that kind of thing. You yeah. are one of the best impressionists I've ever met in real life. It is pretty amazing, dude. How many have you met? Um, People that think they are. <laughs> <laughs> Here, they'll be like this. You know, like how Stevie Wonder sings. I just called. Or like Anthony Kiedis. Um, Star tissue that I wish you saw. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, those sound exactly the same when you do them. You, on the other hand. It's the Anthony Kiedis. I will put this out there. This is the best Anthony Kiedis I've ever heard. <laughs> like, many, do you hear a lot of you would have called impersonations? No, if you would have called me on my birthday, if you're like, I ran into Anthony Kiedis and I hear a bunch of people in the background, he'd be like, he wants to sing happy birthday and you did it. I would believe you. I'd be like, oh my God, Anthony Kiedis just sang me happy birthday. I promise you, I'd believe you. If you never showed me your Anthony Kiedis right now, I would guarantee there's no way Dan is doing that. I would, in my brain, I'm like, Dan can't make that noise. Nope. That's Anthony Kiedis. <laughs> how do you make it? I just gotta how go. You do that. How do you do that? That is so weird how you, imp- how, how you do. The only person I can impersonate is. Kermit the Frog. Yeah, it's kind of like a Kermit the Frog kind of thing. I think. That is so weird, dude. I don't know. I can do genuine. That's it. And genuine is pointless. Well, no, one, no, I'm not going to do genuine on the show. But I can do genuine. Oh, I can just do whatever you want me to do. Whatever. No, because hey, genuine, yeah. genuine takes actual singing to do like Pony. And the only reason I could do it is because me and my friends used to make fun of his voice all the time. We're like, you know, genuine, genuine can't really sing, right? But I could play it for you. Not going to happen. <laughs> You're the only guy I know that's a full-fledged musician with actual talent that goes, nah, <laughs> you don't want to hear this. Um, you know what? I'm curious. You know what the funny thing is? And we're going to first, let's get I mean, I'm not going to do this. Otherwise, it's going to go into a tangent. We're going to get into, uh, do you, have you found Adam Templeman's uh, barrel chest thing? No, it's gone. Adam, I'm sorry. Did I, I make that shit said. up? I think you, no, because <laughs> you wouldn't just it? make that up. No. No, he, he said, said something. something about the barrel Or chest. someone did. I'm pretty sure it was Adam. He's such a good guy. He's the best. Younger than I thought. How old do you think he is? I'm going... Found 24, it. 22. From what I've seen on that picture, he looks 23. This is going to go down a whole road that I don't really want to go down at the moment. So I'll just read his, I found his, whatever, what I'm talking about, but I'm not going to tell you why it's there. Fair enough. Okay. Or I could just not, and then we can move on. No, I would, I really want to hear the barrel chest thing. It says, okay, Mr. Hyde, remember we talking about Mr. Hyde? I do. The pre-workout? Uh-huh. Says, use that hide to its full potential. Keep building that legendary barrel chest into a shit pro and eat clean. You're going to crush it. That's what he said. This is true. Actually, he's really, um, I'm out of fact. These are uh, words of encouragement that I need, Adam. Adam, I just got nitro surge. And so I'll tell you if I'm still alive tonight. I had to get new pre-workout. You know, I think I need to as well. It's not working anymore. The hide's not working. You always have to get every single bottle. Just get a new one because somehow your body gets accustomed to each pre-workout. Yo, you know what I'm going with though? What's that? Psychotic. Um, have you looked at reviews? I've tried psychotic. I would, I would go. gave me a sample. 
I would go to uh, like Amazon and read reviews and trust the bad ones. Well, I've tried it though. So can't I just go off of my own? I would go new. I would do um, how many have you tried in your life pre workouts? Oh, probably like five or six of them. Oh, and you're just, and you're just, have you already recycled through the other four or three? Yeah, these are older. Oh, well, then, yeah, then go. Yeah, go for it. Back to psychotic. I try to go. There was another one I saw. Guy was like, I had Mr. Hyde in my hand. He's like, you got to try this. And it was called All Out War. Like some of these names are ridiculous. Come on, get over yourself. Um, (laughs) You might as well just hand you a thing. Hey, try this. It's called Fuckboy. Try this. Exactly, exactly, exactly. And for me, I try to go through at least every single time I try a new uh, pre-workout. But there's not many without creatine. So I only can go through a few. But I try to get as many as I can in the rotation. Do you like that beta alanine? Oh, dude. If I don't feel the tingles, I leave. I need the tingles on my face. Yeah, me too. And the tingles are gone. That's my they point. I got to get something else. Have you tried in? Oh, well, never mind. You got to. Actually, a friend of mine told me it's just better to make your own. It's just better to make your own. Like, I have the ingredients. The problem is the caffeine capsules. You have to be real careful about that. Okay, Heisenberg. Look. Hey, look, you just, it's pretty easy. It's not rocket science. But, and then also the Kool-Aid. Like, you have to get some sort of powder to make it taste good. And you're like, oh, come on. <laughs> I'm not That's trying That's ridiculous. To. Yeah, I'm just like, how about I just buy it pre, but it is way cheaper, dude. It you is. You know, the thing is, is you don't want to be the guy that pulls up to the counter with all this stuff. And then the counter guy goes, you're making your own workout stuff, huh? <laughs> yeah. 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 It's going to be awesome. Oh, let me, do you want me to see my, you want me to wolf about my ego real quick? Sure. So I walk into the uh, liquor store, um, Chevron, to um, buy my, they always have good uh, protein cookies in there. And I always talk to the dude, you know, whatever, told him to get in the gym. Uh, And a person walks in, right? And before I leave, he says, hey, I was like, yeah. He says, what is your workout routine? (laughs) I said, oh, my (laughs) ego, it's over. It is, no one can tell me anything today. Let's have a seat, friend. I felt good in a mug, G. <sighs> Is this hey, bro. Can I ask you a question? <laughs> yeah, what's up, man? What's your workout routine? <laughs> oh, you know, just a little bit of this and that. But hey, <laughs> check out my wiener real quick. <laughs> oh, my God. What the poof. <laughs> that was his wiener hitting the floor right there. Yeah, I felt good. It's awesome, bro. Uh huh. Yeah. It's great. What's your regimen? He did ask me that. He did ask me that. I felt good. I felt very good. That's awesome. I told a few people at work. I'd be like, no big deal. But uh, since you guys were talking about McDonald's, you know what happened at Chevron? (laughs) This dude was checking me out. (laughs) It felt good, man. But it, I also got the guy, the main guy at the front desk to start going to the gym. He's like, I only go once a week. I said, what were you going before? He's like, none. I'm like, you're winning. Don't just say just once a week. You were going zero times. Did you just call the counter of a liquor store the front desk? That's how you know you've been there too many times. <laughs> Dan, I got a question for you. What's your question, man? I know that you've been off of social media. I have. Um, nice. You stop porn. And define stop. (laughs) That gives you a lot of time to watch stuff. Okay, here's the funny part. I'm not going to lie to you, dude. It took me everything in my power 
not to ask you what you thought about one of these things. And I hope you start with that one. What have you been watching, Dan? Well, the first thing I have to talk about, Mr. Hudson, is a little movie that I watched on Netflix. It involves a uh, quote unquote super group of people. Yeah. It doesn't really involve that at all, but uh, it's it's a, a quote unquote all-star cast. Uh-huh. I'll give it that. It's an all-star cast. You want to do one more uh, quote unquote or no? Uh, one could say it was a bad movie. <laughs> Other ones could say it was great. Quote unquote. What am I going to say? I don't know yet. The movie I'm talking about, Triple Frontier. What is wrong with my friend, G? <laughs> what is wrong with the band today? Triple Frontier is what's wrong with me, man. Okay, do you know what's up with the name? Yes, I do. Oh, good. <laughs> I don't. Triple Frontier? Yeah, you don't know? Everyone knows that, right, Kevin? Was it the name of their group? Triple Frontier. Everyone knows this, dude. Is it because it was in three different... Come on. Is it because th- three different places they were at? Uh, kinda. You want to know? I'll tell you. You can go for it. So Triple Frontier is a tri-border area along the junction of Paraguay, Argentina, and Brazil. Oh. Hmm, Michael's neck of the wood. Hmm. Is he from Brazil? He's from Argentina. He's marketing. Well, it really is. That's crazy. Look at you, Michael. And Porsche's been to Paraguay. She's been to Paraguay, Argentina, and Brazil. I gotta ask her about this. I bet you you're should. Like, What's triple for you? She'd be like, oh, this is this. Next oh, question. Just, oh, that old thing? Yeah. That's what you'll say. <laughs> oh, you just finding out about that genius? Holla. Click. <laughs> Guess what, fool? Water's wet. <laughs> <laughs> It's your I'm sister. Sorry. I'm out. Holla at your yeah. bizoy. But yeah, that, did yeah, you guys. have to look that up? Or did you know? Actually, Kevin Shanks was the one that told me. He That's seems a- like a really smart guy. So I'm thinking that he probably uh, knew that right offhand, because that's kind of what he said. But I will say it was very close to what I just read. Here's what oh, I'll say. That know, dude is smart. Kevin, was it? Wasn't it? He? You're crazy smart, dude. That so dude I'm is not knocking you. crazy smart. Maybe he knew that's what it was, but he wasn't exactly sure of the area or what exactly the three um, areas were. Excuse me. <clears throat> so he maybe he read it because it really did seem like I read exactly what he told me. I mean, we now have a law professor and a smart cat like Kevin. Let's take Mr. a tally. What do we have here? We've got a professional musician. Mm-hmm. Mr. Bucks. Johnny Bucks! I'm not counting you, man, because you're a host. I'm just saying, but technically we have two. Now you have two. Now you see what I did there? And oh, then, um, my God, Dan. Yeah, yeah, that's a big thing in the house. I'm not going to go there today. And then um, what so else we got? Good. We got a lawyer. Our Genius League is freaking amazing. We got Shannon. We got Kevin. We got Bucks. We got you. It's over. This is true. There's no reason we shouldn't know stuff. We've got a songwriter slash uh, budding film director. We oh. got a film director. Come on, dude. Come on! Young, upstart film director. Oh my gosh, dude. You know what, guys? I'm super, super impressed with all of you. Let's, let's give it up to these people real quick. Just, guys, fantastic work. So, hypothetically, Dan. That's what happens when you don't take acid in high school. This is true. This is true. But, like, in our, in our crew, right, Dan? Mm-hmm. 
if I were to one day decide I want to make a movie about playing bass, getting overly drunk, and then needed someone to get me out of jail, all four of those people can, can do it. Just the line can get me out. I know exactly how drunk I am because of Kevin, how to get out of jail because of Shannon, how to play the bass because of the awesome Johnny Bucks, and it will be filmed like, oh, Jeffrey. I'm not saying that that's what Kevin does, but I think it would be more like if you drank yourself to death, and then they go, hey, Kevin, what happened? And be like, oh, he drank himself to death. Here's that your, here's your papers. Dark. Here's your papers. That got dark. Read your papers. That got dark. Okay. Anyway. What did you like? Okay. Triple Frontier. What did, what did you think? Oh, uh, man. This movie. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Listen. Ooh. I'm going to start off by saying that I've seen worse movies. It was kind of entertaining, but it's something that you've seen. You just take a bunch of movies and a bunch of the same formulas, and you kind of just like mix them all into a bowl. You got Triple Frontier. My thoughts exactly. There's always a Santiago in these movies. You ever notice that? Yes, there is. Where the fuck is Santiago? Santiago's on the hill, right? There's always a Santiago. Totally. But then you got Charlie Hunnam. And Charlie Hunnam <laughs> wants to make sure that you understand every single word he it's said. True. Where is he from? Is he just normal? Just that's his I think he's accent? from England. Okay. There I think it that's is. his version of an American. He, he also was like that for Jax. Sure was. That's exactly it. He is Jax in this movie, in this show. I was talking about that with Chris on ADO Radio the other day. By the way, I'm going to be on ADO Radio this week. Check it out. Thank you, Chris, for having me. But we were talking about that. He was like, Where's Gemma? <laughs> that's that's all is you so real. When you hear, Where's Gemma? Where's Tara? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Charlie Hunnam is an interest. I don't, they're trying to do the Taylor Kitsch on him. They're trying to make him famous. You are really big on this Taylor Kitsch guy. Gee, listen, it's whenever someone is trying to be pushed, I do the Taylor, it's Taylor Kitsch. He's fantastic. I don't know why he wasn't, like, after Friday Night Lights, he should have been huge. After, um, uh, oh my God. What is the name of, where's Jax from again? Oh, I, that's heresy. Come on. Oh, this is bad. It's okay. It happens to me all the time. I'll let you off the hook. It's Sons of Anarchy. Oh, there we go. Okay. Um, after Sons, he could have written his ticket. He just chose a series of not good movies. That's all it takes is a series of okay movies. And then you're on Triple Frontier. And, and it's not just him. I think... The other star power, all of them, I think they, on paper, this movie was supposed to be, I can see how reading this script, you're like, oh my God, this is going to be massive. And, you know, it was, it was, a, it, it was, you know. Look, <laughs> it was filmed very well, the cinematography. Yes, absolutely. Had an awesome soundtrack. I'll yes. say, hey, when you start a movie off with Metallica, I'm cool with it. And you chose good Metallica. You didn't choose that shit. You didn't get any, give me fuel, give me fire. None of that. You got, where was well, it again? For when the bell tolls. For yeah, that's right. For whom the bell tolls. Before, and then yeah. Orion, their instrumental. And something that I learned later, they actually had Lars Ulrich go in and do what they called, oh God, what did they call it? Dramatic drumming, I think is what it was. So like when you see them running through the jungle or something, yeah. you're like, doosh, 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 that kind of thing. Lars, that's dude. Lars. That dude. Lars Ulrich from Metallica. Ever since that whole uh, 
what you call it, when he went after Napster, G. Ugh. Ugh. Anyway. God forbid someone complain about their money being stolen from them. I'm not sa- I'm saying there was another way of going about it. Maybe so. But he definitely like locked shit down and set a precedent. For sure. And he is oh he's one of the drummers that I'm just like, if he wasn't with Metallica, he wouldn't be the one getting called. <laughs> no. There's so many drummers better than him, but I'm not here to hate. I, exactly. But I, I will say this. I didn't know any of the I knew for uh, whom the bell told. I knew that song. But uh, I was like, that's an interesting opener. But then during the course of the movie, everything else was cliche. All the music cues. I was like, oh, well, everything's, you know, pretty much right down the middle. I know um, this will be hard to talk you into, but go back again just for a little bit and listen for his dramatic drumming. It's totally Lars Ulrich when you hear it. You can, it sounds exactly like he, what he would play. I wonder why it's they all got off him. and shit. It's all off rhythm. Yeah. Dude, I wonder why they got, got him to do it. Because he's, oh. I think he's close to people in film. Or maybe in order to get the rights, they said, I'll tell you what. You yeah, give there us the, you go. That's probably exactly what That happened. sounds very Metallica. Because Metallica mm-hmm. kind of falls in that kiss thing. It's like, how can we make m- even more money? Mm-hmm. Metallica knows how to get paid. And my thing is, like, when I was watching the movie, I was never bored. I yeah, was, neither was I. I was sad from Ben Affleck, though. I watched it twice. Jesus, why? Um, to talk about it. Huh. Basically. <laughs> so we can talk about it if you want. Do you, do you think that Ben Affleck nine years ago would have done this movie? No. Of course not. I don't know if he would have done it three years ago. What do you think happened? DC Universe. You know what, though? People, did you know he was executive producer on Justice League? He made a killing. Oh, yeah, he did fine. But he's not what he was. Like, it's sad to see he's Oscar winner now. Argo, um, Goodwill Hunting, and to see where Matt Damon is compared to him, it's sad. Because what Matt Damon is, is what people said he was. Like, for a while, people were like, Matt Damon's actually the genius behind this. But then Ben Affleck was like, with Argo and stuff, they're like, oh, maybe it's... And then with... Um, ben the was tank. like, I'm the handsome one. That's what he got off of. That's what he got by on. You, th- you think that was true? I think so. I would say he's a more handsome man than Matt Damon. That's not true. Well, it's a matter of opinion. I'm just saying. I mean, it's... I think it's... I think it's... I mean, if you see Matt Damon on Born Identity and saw Ben Affleck in the same years. It's not close. That's what I think. I'm sorry. I, th- I don't, I think, I think, okay. Right in, people, <laughs> right in. I don't think anyone. Who's maybe, more handsome? Ben, yeah, Affleck ben Affleck, Matt Damon. Or Matt Damon. Yes. I'm going and, Ben. I'm going Matt. In and, the movies. You see Ben out, if you see him out on the street somewhere, and the paparazzi get him, he's, he's bad news. And I think for, people said, oh, he's a GSB on Goodwill Hunting. And then years go by, and then you see Ben Affleck coming out with the town. Is it the town? Yeah, the town and uh, um, dope. Argo. And they're like, well, maybe Ben Affleck is. Maybe he is the dude. But then he just falls right back. And then the whole time, Matt Damon is just having these hit, 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 hit. Then he might miss one. Then hit, hit. Like, Matt Damon doesn't really miss a lot. So yeah, I'm like, just downsizing. Oh, dude. I haven't, well, and and um, uh, the freaking... Um, the informant, I think, it was another one. Oh no, informal was good. Was it okay? Yeah, it was good. I'm talking um, out of my ass. I'll be honest. No, uh, there was another miss that he hit. So he's had a few misses, but then he'll even say he'll do like we bought a zoo. 
I'll watch it and be like, dang, the guy is just good. And I think Ben Affleck, one thing I will give Ben Affleck is he swings for the fences, though. Ben, uh, Matt Damon does not do that. He stays in his groove. He knows. Ben, he stays in his lane. He bingo. knows what he's, yeah. And Ben Affleck is limits. like, Batman, sure. So you I'll have take on to Batman. Get, what else you got? Exactly. And so when you do that, though, you do run the risk of getting a big swing and a miss. And well, that's you what know, he subscribes to the whole policy of you never know until you try. Bingo. Plus, there's Bingo. a fuck ton of money to be made. Bing. And Matt Damon is just like, nah, I'll just keep slow and steady. And he did do slow and steady. And Tortoise and, and the hare, baby. That's, and you, you know, know how that worked out. Some people didn't like, what was that movie where he was on another planet? Not Mars, the other one where it was like, he, it was a rich planet and he, was, he used some sort of cyborg. Oh, and he had that cyborg thing. Yeah, what was that, the name of gear. that? I don't know, generic movie. That, that I was seen. a miss, but it wasn't a, as missing as Justice League for a lot of people. It didn't miss that hard. It didn't miss it has, like Matt Damon has not had a daredevil yet. He just hasn't. What about the talented Mr. Ripley? That was huge, dude. That's a great movie. I didn't like that movie. It was better than Daredevil. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Without question. And so no, you can't even compare them. It's it, Matt Damon. I think I don't know who his maybe it's his his agent, though. His agent might be looking at shirts like, nope. And no, no, no. And he knows exactly what Matt Damon fits in. Whereas Ben Affleck, he's almost the type that you would imagine doesn't have an agent. And is like, I'll, I'll do whatever I want. <laughs> And he does, because I'm sure his agent was like, Batman? Word? Are you sure you want to do this? <laughs> totally. Like, Listen to this. <laughs> exactly. No. no and, don't do that. But I will say, I wasn't born at Triple Frontier. Charlie Hunnam is an interesting guy. I'm not as hard, as him as a, on, uh, uh, hard on him as a lot of people are. I think he's a charming guy. I think he's perfectly charming. I didn't see Papillon. I didn't see King didn't. Arthur. Wait. What? He was great in Papillon. <gasps> I forgot all about that, Dan. He was so it's bad. worth watching. I oh didn't see my. it. I should probably check it out. With Plus, Rami it's Malik. got uh, it's got your boy in it. Yeah. Oh, that was such a good movie. Captain Tufus. Oh no 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 no. Yeah, he's that. He's a great actor in Papillon. Okay, oh, I'll check dang. it out, and then I'll be the judge of that. You're right? going to love it. You're going to love it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're going <laughs> I'm to kidding. No, actually, it. I have wanted to see it, and it's one of those movies that kind of just, I don't know, it, it'll fly in and off of the radar. I never, or on and off, rather, I never get a chance to see it. Oh, what a good movie. I'll check it out. Yeah, I'll it's make it fantastic. a point. It's Put it fantastic. on the list. I would love to see them so, together again. Let's talk about this Ben Affleck guy for a second as Tom Redfly Davis. By Ooh. the way, they all had cool names except for one of them. Did you notice that? Which one didn't? Ben Affleck played Tom Redfly Davis. Uh-huh. Oscar Isaac played Santiago Pope Garcia. Charlie oh. Hunnam had the cheesiest one of all. It was William oh, Ironhead Miller. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Oh, and then, but then I'm going to skip his brother for a second and go with Pedro Pascal, who was uh, Francisco Catfish Morales. Okay. Oh, jeez. And then there was Ben. <laughs> that was it. Wow. Ben didn't get a name. He's like, can, how about... Uh, Dog face, no. Anything? No. You can't have it. Dude. I felt bad for Ben. I never even thought about that. Yeah. Why didn't he have a name? And I like him. I've liked him ever since Four Brothers. Why do the guys always have to hug like that in movies? Like hard? <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think it bro. is a... It, that's true. That was a big... Like, 
That's another I thing. I think it's like a distraction from bumping dicks. If you hit the back when you're hugging like that, you're kind of bumping dicks. But if you distract them by tapping them on the back, then you don't, you don't realize it. It's not something that you have to. It's, it's like it's not, it doesn't become an elephant in the I've room. I've never thought of that. That's what it is. That's exactly what it is. Oh, I just bumped his dick. Uh, distraction. Slap, slap on the back. What's he, what are you doing there? That's well, a tough guy. Well, huh? technically, you'd have to be the exact same height to do that. Okay. Even worse. Dick to belly. You would, you know, that's interesting. I don't know if you have a lot of sensitive, like, I don't know how sensitive my belly is to feels. Like, would I feel anything? <laughs> Come over here belly? and I'll show you. Let's test it out. <laughs> <laughs> Let's try it out and see. Yeah, but I do. I, one thing I did not like about this movie is they did the whole uh, recruiting thing. I don't like that recruiting thing. Man, I'm just trying to get out. That kind of thing? Yeah, where they go to, well, you got to go, you know, we I'm have out, to need guys. such and such. Oh, we yeah. got to get such and such for the plane. And they go to different people. I don't like that. I don't like it. I'm only in it if red flies. That in. crap, I don't like. I don't like it. Yeah, I the think, whole thing was just a bit of a shabagle. <laughs> just, it really was. It, it was, it was um, a very generic movie. Would you agree? I. You know what's funny? The only non-generic part was Garrett. Hull, or is it Garrett Hudlin? Is that Hudlin? Um, ben, I thought he did a gr- he was magnetic to me. I was like, I want to know more about that kid. Like, what's up with him? Because he's ready to, he was the one that was the most normal where they're like, he's like, yeah, crap is hitting the fan right now. Like, this is crazy. When they left, he was the one that said, crap. And I was like, what's wrong? He's like, uh, did we all not experience how terrible that went? I was like, yeah, he's normal. He's the one being like, that was a crap fest. And everybody else is like, hey, what's your problem? He's like, that was terrible. It was supposed to go one way and it went another way. But no, and I was like, I like that. I think that we're missing out on one of the biggest stars of the movie we haven't even mentioned yet, Hmm. which would be Ben Affleck's mistakes throughout the movie. Oh, dude. The genius, mind you. (laughs) Yeah. They wanted him. Yeah. (laughs) He was. (laughs) That's the thing. Yeah. William Ironhead Miller wasn't going to do it without Tom Redfly Davis. Yes. And Redfly kind of screwed everything up for everybody. Totally. He, he I took went, some notes on this. Oh, please hit me with it. Well, I mean, not really notes, but it was just the things that he did. Like, for instance, the very first, are we, I don't really want to spoil the movie too much because it's not the worst movie I've ever seen. Give us one of the, mis- two of the mistakes. I'll give you all of them. Okay. I like it. Uh, I'll try to do it in a way that's not. Uh, his suggestion of taking more money. Oh, dude. They had a certain amount that they thought they were going for. That he allotted for. That he allotted for. Exactly. But you know what? Let's change it up and take more. So ridiculous. Now, there are some reasons why that really jacks up their whole plan, which I won't get into. But they didn't consider these things. They just went, oh, well, actually, they tried to talk him out of it. He just kept doing it. We're going to leave all this. So that's all I'll say. Um, There's a part where they come across some coca farmers. Farmers cocaine, of the coca plants. Cocaine. 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 See, si. Yeah, yo. And uh, <laughs> Ben takes action with them, which causes another big problem that they could have avoided. Maybe. maybe. I mean, there, there was some intense shit going on right there, but he went overboard with it. Would you not agree? Yeah. Yeah. Not even slightly. He went way overboard with his actions. Now, getting back to your boy, Ben, Ben Miller. The one you love. He decides at one point, let's start a fire. Mm, okay. Oh, Everyone's like, no, dog, don't do that. 
because of this reason. And I'm being vague for you folks that want to see this. Mind you, these are people experienced in doing just right. this. This is not their first rodeo. No. I would have made a fire. <laughs> Me too. I'd but be like, if, damn, this feels good. But if I had been who they were, the last thing on my brain would be making a fire. And bear in mind, they're all badasses. They could have cold yes. camped. Which totally. was a suggestion in the movie. Yep. Okay. You know it's a suggestion they, when you have a quote, uh, like a word for it. Yes. You know exactly. you've done it before. They were cold camping. Yes, you've done right, that precisely. Thing. So they were almost convinced not to, but then Tom Redfly Davis, played by Ben Affleck, ladies and gentlemen, decides, you know what, it seems, I forget his wording, but it was kind of like, ah, let the kid have his fire. And then it turns into a whole thing where there was so much fake laughing going on and that it really killed the scene. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. When they were, <laughs> just really bad. Mm -hmm. I hate fake laughter in movies. I mean, I realize that it's all acting, but that was overboard. So but, when you yeah. get to the part with the fire, the fake uh, laughing, guys. It's too much. It's too much. Yes. I'm it, putting it out there, Steve. It's too you, much. You can even do the whole thing like Adam McKay and them do where you just say something funny over the speaker as a director to make them laugh. Like, yeah, I'll just make them laugh. Yeah. Anything but yeah. that. Yes. And then, of course, his final mistake was going, yeah, guys, go ahead. I'll just go ahead and stay right here. And uh, nothing will happen. <laughs> This movie was based on Red Fly's mistakes. They should have called this movie Red Fly's Mistakes. And the problem is, the way that that scene goes down, I'm like, wait, maybe I could like sneak up on somebody that good. I, I, maybe I just can. Like, apparently I could just throw an orange and make them look the other way. I'm like, oh, I could do that. No problem. Oh, can we talk about one thing? What's that? What are your thoughts on the donkey? The mule? Uh, Pedro Pascal said exactly what I was thinking. The actor said it? Yes. Not Pedro what? Pascal. Um, um, Oscar Isaacs. About why they were laughing? No, when the, when the donkey fell and he was like, that's a, that's a, that's a freaking animal, a live right. animal that just died. Yeah. He said exactly what I was thinking. And I'm, it was such an interesting quote that I'm like, I wonder who wrote that part of the script where they're like, yeah, it's a live animal that just fell to its death. I'm like, that's pretty cool that they put that line in. <laughs> you know it touched me. So I was like, oh, that's right up my alley. He's the it one that was like, me, this man. Is I don't like to see that kind of shit at all. I Even don't like to see it. And it was sad because when they laughed, I think Oscar Isaacs was like, what's wrong with you people? Like, what's wrong with you? That's an animal that just died right there. And he, But what, what it showed me was, because money fell with it, and they, it showed that they were just like, of course this would happen. We're just losing money by the second. What else? You know, and money was just siphoning through. And I was like, this is a plan I could have put together. Like, this is how my plan would have went. This would have happened to you. And Dan and I would be going on the side of a mountain being like, of course, we were guys that weren't trained and we're doing this. So yeah, this is how it's gonna happen. <laughs> This is what we would do. I don't know about you all. Exactly. People, but. So I was like, you guys are professionals and you're doing a Dan and Steve plan? <laughs> With donkeys? Something is amiss. There's exploding donkeys happening here. That was gross. But then they started rocking this at the end, which made up for it. I believe, Steve, that there are only two instrumentals by Metallica. And if there are, I don't give a crap about the other ones. 
this would be the first one that I really, really locked onto. Then I had to go back. No, there's three. I take it back. Yeah, we got one on Ride the Lightning, too. Called Call of Cthulhu. Oh, this is called Orion. Okay. So, like, uh, no, it's a good song. You should listen to it sometime. Oh, oh for sure. It's a good definitely. album. For it's their sure. best album. Yeah, it's going to happen. Unless they're, unless they're doing it. Okay, let me, uh, they have an instrumental that people like, huh? Yeah. Okay. Why are you talking shit on stuff you don't know about? I, hey, dude, it sounded amazing. Oh, you don't know. <laughs> you don't know. Get out of here, Californication. Or whatever, can't stop. Listen, Jay. Don't come to me with can't stop and then and then knock Metallica's over. Every him. single one of Red Hot Chili Preppers band members could play circles around Metallica's band members. Circles. Yeah, but it's not always about the music. That, but what, what, when you're doing an instrumental, it is about the musicians. So, I, this is one. This is one of the best songs ever. I don't care what you say. Ever? In my opinion, one of the best songs of all time. I'm not going to argue with you because it's always a matter of opinion. This song means something to me. Fair okay, enough? there we go. There we go. But you, I was Jesus. saying, when you say the it's best, always got to be a competition with. No, you. it's not. But I'm saying it. it ha- okay, you know, technically, if you want to be technical, every song's one of the best songs ever. Because it's saying. a song that happened. So take it with a fucking grain of salt. Okay, so it's one of the... It, it is definitely one of the 45 billion best songs ever. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. But it's... But it's okay. only correct if Steve says so. It's not true. I think... I just I just didn't know that it was... You thought it was one of your best songs you've ever heard in your life. I didn't I know I really that. like it. It means a lot to me. That's understandable. It makes me sad when I hear this song. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Okay, my bad. Because Cliff Burton wrote it. And then he died. Okay. And you're being an insensitive prick right now, Steve. I thought it was totally... Okay, that's why it makes... Okay. I thought it was something else. I thought it was like an actual person you knew. Nah. Oh, just, <laughs> yeah, well then... Yeah, I don't get like, that way. Well then, never mind then. Yeah, the song's... Yeah. You know what? Stop it. <laughs> just stop it. I didn't want to say anything because I thought it was like a friend that passed away or something. Nah. Or even a breakup. Not a person you don't know in your life at all. No. Okay. Just Cliff Burton, baby. He left. He left too soon. Okay. He wrote this song. Okay. That was, that was gonna fade out. Wow. It's not over. It's not over. Okay. Now I'm just gonna leave it on while we talk about this. So anyway. That was amazing, dude. Guys, I don't need to explain myself. You do you're, hear, you're clearly hearing this man talk out of ignorance right now. I'm it's not amazing. saying anything. It I said, once a week. I said that was amazing. Isn't that what Sarcastically. I Sarcastically. Exactly, no, I didn't. I, that was incredible. I, I, I haven't. Like, I don't know you well enough to know your sarcastic I was saying that that was And then amazing. I also, Steve does this thing. Hold on, I'll turn this down. Yeah. Steve does this thing, too, when he does not believe you. You'll say, oh, yeah, well, this thing is what I feel is factual, and it means a lot to me. Steve does this thing where I think he sticks his tongue. I'm going to go with the right side of his mouth. <laughs> and it just into his cheek and he goes, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Right there. Not true. It's not true. It's I, so true. Thank you for letting me. I wish me I could hear. rewind what you just said and I'm then I would say, play it. Thank you for letting me hear that. Sincerely. Uh-huh. Yeah, no problem. Sincerely. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's a pretty uh <laughs> Wow. Huh. Yeah. Okay, let me get corner. back into myself now. Wow. It's only their biggest album ever. That's okay. Yeah, their biggest album. You're right. Stop it. You're, no, again, I'm, speaking out of ignorance. I said it's their biggest album. I'm literally repeating what you said, dude. Sarcastically. It is their biggest album, which is impressive, considering. Sarc- sarcastic. Wait, anyway. is, wait a minute. When you say biggest album ever, did it sell more than their other ones? I don't give a fuck. 
I don't. You I can't don't care. say it's their biggest then. I just did. You said Listen, it, it might be it's your their favorite. biggest album ever, and there's nothing you can do to make me change my mind. But it, it, it means it's your favorite. I can't say yeah, Sheila E's album is the biggest album of all time. I wouldn't ask you to. But if I said it, you'd be like, that can't be true. No, I wouldn't. I'd be like, that's great, Steve. That's not Let's true, Let's move Dan. on. That's I appreciate your opinion. Dan. Yes, it <laughs> no, is. You Yes, I would. If I said, hey, this song, this is the biggest album of all time, you'd be like, ah. This is when you get competitive. You get competitive when it comes to music. That's not true. We were talking about doing a, yeah. What was it we were talking about? uh, Singers, best singers. On Twitter, best singers. And I'm just like, yeah, well, I think there's is a good singer and here's why. And you're like, nope, nope. Brad Delp. It's fucking Brad Delp or uh, or Freddie Mercury. And it's going to be Freddie Mercury and that's it. I thought we were going to do it so much that I was thinking about what songs to use, whatever, whoever you chose. I'm like, okay, what song? And then you said something like, uh, I'm totally paraphrasing what you said, but you said something like, it doesn't matter because I'm going to destroy this anyway. I was ready, dude. I was ready. So I'm saying you get a little competitive. Um, Yeah, a little bit. Um, But not with Met- Metallica. I think they're good. I really, they're one of the rock groups I could totally be like, hey, this is good. This is good music. Yeah. But. I mean, the, the funny only... part is, is that I think you think I like them more than I do. Um, I love that album, but I don't like them as much as you say I do. Because Metallica comes up a lot in our conversations. And I don't know if that's just like a uh, an easy reference point, but I don't like them as much as you think I do. Well, when, uh, no, but when an artist, when you could say that an artist has one of your favorite songs of all time, I'm like, that's pretty high praise. Yeah, it is. It totally is. So that's what I'm love saying. that song. So that's what I'm saying that you probably, that's why I would think that you really like Metallica. That album. Yeah. It's about the album. Okay. It's a timestamp. I totally get it. There's a lot of walking through the neighborhood with a boombox getting into trouble to that album. Getting into trouble. Nostalgia, man. I'm not going to get into that today. There's a lot of things you don't know about me, Hudson. Apparently. Apparently. I'm serious, man. And here's the thing. Again, if we're going to go off soundtrack, I wasn't really over the hill for Triple Frontier. If we're going off movie i would say if someone was like should i watch triple frontier i'd say are you cooking or doing other things and if they're like yeah <laughs> i'd say well, then, yeah i'll be like then watch it yeah they're like but I, if you're getting a group together no this is yeah not i definitely wouldn't make an yeah i wouldn't plan a night around no. like, Guys, i'm going to introduce you to the 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 best movie you've ever seen no and and because people will be mad after i don't think i disliked it as much as you did um i didn't dislike it the weird thing is i didn't dislike it Oh, I thought you did. I no, thought no, you were no. going to tell me that's the case. No, I th- I think it was a um, it was a solid Netflix film. It was solid. It's just that's a the, good way of putting it. With the it's star power, movie. yeah, with the star power, I expected more. But it's a I will always root for Ben Affleck. It's just going to happen. Super tropey, though, right? Wouldn't you say? Oh, dude, trope.com. It's you're you're going to know the ending. Uh, like there's an article that says Ben Affleck came with the huge twist, came up with the huge twist ending. And I was like, what twist ending? It ended exactly the way I thought it would. I'm worried about what the original ending was then, because that would have been real <laughs> trophy. But he was like, Ben Speaking I- of the ending. Sorry, oh, go ahead. No, no, go for it. I was just going to say, speaking of the ending, do you think that this is going to give us a sequel? Do you think we'll have Quadruple no. Frontier? No, 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 no. No. They should just no, stop. No. Yeah, it's They over. need to stop. They did a good. And it sucks because um, Catherine Bigelow was involved with it. She's really good. So, I don't um, think it was a. Um, I don't think it was the worst movie, movie no. I've ever seen. Um, 
It was a fine movie. It was, it was entertaining. I watched it twice, it but it fun. was not something that I'm going to be like, you guys absolutely have to see this movie before you die. I, that said, Steve, let's do ratings. Huh? You want to do bags of cash? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, exploding donkeys. Um, I will give this two out of five exploding donkeys. Okay. I will give it uh you know what? I'm gonna give it two out of five myself. Nice. That's a good that's yeah. a solid that's a, yeah. actually a solid movie. Yeah, I'm if trying to be more realistic. Yeah, if you're folding clothes or doing something. It is so so okay. So if you're folding clothes, it is a two out of five exploding totally. donkeys. But totally. what if you're just sitting there giving it your full attention? One and a half. One and a half exploding donkeys. Okay, yes. good. So together we've got, uh, yeah, so two out of five. We're going to go with the average of two out of five exploding donkeys. Okay, great. Fantastic. All right. So that's Triple Frontier, ladies and gentlemen. You can catch it on Netflix. I'm going to talk about one really quick, Steve, that I saw. I know you haven't seen this movie. Um, I'll tell you, I don't have a lot to say about this, but I'm going to go ahead and tell you. I recently spent an hour and 49 minutes of my life asking myself, what the fuck is going on here? And the movie that I'm talking about, ladies and gentlemen, is Captive State. Written by Rupert Wyatt, who you might know his work from now. Now, here's the thing. You would think this movie was going to be pretty tight because he did Rise of the Planet of the Apes. I believe it was Rise oh, of the Planet dude, of the Apes. Oh, that's a good one. Exactly. It, it's, it's truly one of my favorite science fiction movies. However, not the case. Not the case with this one, man. Um, I'll just read you. <laughs> I'm going to make more sense of it, I think, if I just read the synopsis, okay? So it says, set in a Chicago neighborhood nearly a decade after an occupation by an extraterrestrial force, Captive State explores the lives of both sides of the conflict, the collaborators, and the dissidents. That's what you're going to get. Uh, I saw this movie, and when I walked out of the movie, yeah. I was thinking it, but I heard people say it like, I don't know why we had to work so hard for something that should be simple. It really should. Like you're watching this movie and you're thinking, at least this is what I was thinking. Like, I, okay, I see what's going on. There, there is a uh, authoritarian presence that is, that is the, the aliens that have come after they made first contact and of they've course. taken over the world. Okay, that's mm-hmm. what I know for sure. I for know this sure. to be true. Mm-hmm. And, they've, and eventually they work their way into a state of, um, it's like they're sort of pulling the wool over people's eyes. They're letting them feel safe. But in a mafia kind of way, you're safe until you fuck up and then yes. you're dead. You know yes. what I mean? And um, so there's several different sets of aliens. There are the uh, the legislature, as they call them, which are the, the main governing system. And then they have these areas, these tunnels. And I'm thinking that these these particular aliens are there to keep them, keep people out. They look like. Uh, like a bunch of porcupine needles, really, that yeah. have a. Uh, that's their their armor, and then they pull their face off, and they got something else going on. So you got them, and then you have these weird like it sounds like a swarm of bees. And uh, Star Wars fans, you might liken this to what's called a minoc, the thing that sticks to the Millennium Falcon, kind of looks like that. Uh, someone once described it as a uh, a vagina in a disc, it could look wow. like that, <laughs> and it kind of makes a lot of sense. But they fly around; they're like, um, oh my god, drones is the word I'm looking for. They're like drones. And they follow, they, they follow all the citizens' behavior. And if something happens, then they start to accumulate and then they'll hold you captive until they come to get you. That I know. I know that there is a resistance going on with this movie where they are not having it. They're more of a, think of them as a terrorist cell. Like they, they have plans to overthrow this government. 
And then you have John Goodman, who works for the government that I I think, <laughs> I think he's on the good side, mm-hmm. but I could never really tell. John Goodman is a great actor to an extent, but he can usually put forth like a good character and you can, you can ride that character the whole way through the movie. You know what I mean? You know what's going on with him. He was just a one note guy in this movie. Uh, this movie was very confusing to me, kind of like a David Lynch kind of movie. Uh, Chris from ADO Radio compared it to that. And I think that's a very good argument it's it's just if either you like david lynch or you don't i'm not a fan of david lynch i don't like twin peaks or any of that this is how i felt about this movie i'm watching it take place i have no freaking clue what's going on and uh i didn't really care for it so even though i watched this movie it didn't seem to be too uh, dissonant to me it wasn't a an unattractive movie a little dark but it wasn't an unattractive movie i just don't know any more about it than when i just told you right now that's literally it i'm confused I'll never see it again. So I'm going to go ahead and just quickly rate this one. I'm going to go. This movie was a 1.5 out of 5 vagina discs. There we go. Because I couldn't think of anything else. I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. (laughs) Sorry, folks. I just couldn't think of anything. Honestly, it's one of those movies where it's like I should have so much more to say about this. And I was like consciously making a point to remember these certain things to talk about it. It just went away. It was in one ear out the other, as they put it. Uh, I got nothing for this one. Captive State, I personally don't recommend you go see this one in the theater, guys. Wait, watch it on TV, and then you go, oh, I get what he said. Uh, very confusing movie. You had to work too hard for simple things. That's all. That's all I got. <laughs> oh, man, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. You heard it here first. Seriously, man. I think if you watch it, you'll see what I'm talking about. Okay. But, oy vey. Too hard. Nice. So I saw the most imp- one of the most important shows that I'm have I guarantee that I'm going to see this year. One of the most imp- important ones, and it's called Shrill. Have you seen it, Dan? Oh, I have. I watched it actually. I watched the entire thing just the other night. I mean, wow, wow, dude. Let's hear it, man. What do you got to say? So I sit down and watch this movie, and. I immediately, I think within the first 20 minutes, I feel guilty because one of the things I know I've said trying to be nice and seeing it from the other side now, I'm like, oh, I'm the worst. But I'm sure it's, it's such an indictment on, um, it's an indictment of the male gaze on women uh, that are heavier, heavier women. And I'll tell you right now, I never, my mother knew exactly who, who she was. I had never heard of her. And this is, um, is it Aiden? I don't know if I'm saying it right, dude. A.D. Bryant. Is it A.D. or A.D.I.? It's A.D.? A.D. Okay. Yeah. Because A.D.I. just sounds weird. It does. But if you don't do nowadays, you never know. You never know. Um, A.D. Bryant is a freaking, she's a freaking star. Amazing in this part. I thought when immediately she just ropes you in and my thing is the first like as it went on i found myself doing this oh yeah you know it's kind of like you know you know being a brother i have to and something stopped me they're like nope this isn't about your struggle as a dude in this world it's about this woman dealing with this bull crap you just have to sit there watch it and see what she goes through and i'm like geez this is disgusting it's disgusting and it when i found i was like who wrote this and when I found out it was Lindy West, I said, of course. Lindy West has been brilliant. She, what she did, um, she ended up, she's got so much, you know that troll that's on the show? 
Yeah. Like she dealt with that for real. And I remember seeing it and it was gross. And she just left social media altogether. Gone. And she's been perfectly fine since. She's like, best decision I've ever made is leaving social media. Not dealing with these trolls. Just leaving. Gone. And I was like, you know what? Now. And then she produces, she, she, she writes this. I said, this is, a, this, this is what a TV show should be. <laughs> I loved it. I'm, I'm, I'm almost done. Uh, I hate that I'm almost done because I saw that it only had six episodes. I would have loved 25. I thought it was a wonderful story, a beautiful um, uh, walk through this woman's life and how she has to deal with these prejudices against her. Especially there's, there's this one thing where someone that works out a lot, I've heard this. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. She said, there is a thin person inside you wanting to get out. I've heard, no, 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 but I've heard that. I've heard people oh, yeah. say that before. And totally. I was like, oh God, what a gross, gross, gross thing. It's just so disgusting. Now, I was enlightened. I had just written a friend of mine about G-strings and having skid marks on them and how they avoid it. <laughs> and when I saw this, it answered the question. So I emailed my homegirl. I was like, this is how you do it. I didn't know. <laughs> and she was like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's a, that's, a, that's a way you could do it. I'm like, it's freaking brilliant. It's such a great story. I cannot wait to see what she does next. Every single person on this freaking show is amazing. The whole cast is incredible. Uh, her boyfriend, played by Luca Jones, amazing. Oh, he's great. John yeah, he's Cameron great. Mitchell, he, he plays a douche amazingly. He has the face. As soon as you see him, you're like, I know who that guy is. I know. Yeah, you're the bad guy. The, yes, without a shadow of a doubt. It's wonderful seeing Julia Sweeney again. I have I not. Know, seen, she looks so different, man. I hadn't seen totally her for a different. while. I haven't seen her since Pat. That I couldn't the, remember her name, and I was remembering her from um, her very small part in Pulp Fiction. Oh. Where she's, uh, she's the wolf's buddy's daughter. You know oh, yes. About? Yeah. I, I and just, I'm like, is that the wolf's buddy's daughter? And, and Gail was like, yeah, that is. I, I just, I didn't, it took a while to click, but the voice was there. That's yeah, the thing. Dude, I remember her. She's got a very recognizable voice. Saturday Night Live, Pat. It's just Pat. I was like, Oh, yes. And seeing her now and um, it was just so wonderful to see her again. I just loved the fact that what they did was we know what you think we're going to do. We know what you think this show is going to be about. And it is not. It's not about that at all. It's partly about that, but from a totally different point of view. It's not a it's not a cliche at all. There is not one cliche in this whole show. That is hard to do. And uh, the fact that they're able to pull this off, I am not going to be able to say more. Of, oh, and her friend, um, Fran played like Lolly. I don't even know how to say her last name. Adifope, I think. It is, she is just a best friend's best friend. She listens to her. She gives her the real. She doesn't mince words. She just yeah. is like, look, this is the reality. And I... I her name's I, Fran in the show. Fran knows when Annie's being an ass, but sure also does. Fran knows when she's being an ass herself. Sure does. I and I. Will, it was a very realistic friendship. Totally. Oh well, it's. I wouldn't. For me, it was a friendship that every person wishes they had. People that have no friends wishes they had wish they had that friendship. You know, and I just it 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 was a show that broke my heart. It was a show that got me emotional. It was just a perfect show for me. There is literally. It is perfect 
Like, I'm going to tell you, I'm that this I'm telling you now, for me, it is a perfect show. What did you think? You're throwing that perfect word around a lot lately, buddy. Well, I'm quality stuff coming out. I'm already knowing what I'm going to rate it. So. Oh, I already know what you're going to rate it. too. Um, (laughs) Oh, and Daniel Stern. (laughs) You did say perfect. Daniel Stern's in this freaking show. (laughs) Daniel Stern, who I haven't seen in a million years, is wonderful in this show. Daniel Stern plays her dad. Yes, he is wonderful. So I'll tell you, yeah, I really like the show a lot, too. I I kept seeing it pop up on Hulu, and I'm like, I'm going to give it a shot. Because more often than not, when I do that on there for some reason, we end up watching a lot of good shit. Uh, Pen15 is a perfect example of it. This show was not on my radar whatsoever, so I decided to check it out. And I loved it. Yeah, I thought it was very informative. I thought it was very eye-opening. And I think that it sort of points the finger. It, it It turns the microscope around on you. The viewer. Yes. Because I can tell you without ever trying to be an asshole or anything like that, I have had some of the thoughts that they've said that they addressed on the show. And it took me a second to go like, oh, wow. Like when I was trying to be 100% supportive, I probably sounded like the biggest asshole ever. And it made me open my eyes, you know. Um, But what I really liked about this show is that she seeks out ways to like make her life better without trying to change herself. She never conforms. All these people are telling her, you know, you would be, uh, like you said, there's a there's a thin person inside of you. Or, you know, you would be really pretty if you just lost some weight or those kind of things like that. She doesn't listen to anything like that. This show's about her finding that beauty without having to, you know, compromise herself and still being happy about it. She didn't listen to her parents. Her mom, her and her mom have this weird love-hate relationship. She didn't really take that shit from her mom. She was a very strong person. And I, and. She didn't let this boyfriend who was, you know, essentially starts off using her until he finds out exactly what he's missing when she's gone. You know, yes. he actually would have to look, look within himself again, turning the microscope around. You had to, you, you had to, he had to look inside himself to see something that was just right there in front of him. And I think that the way that they did that was awesome. I think that there are a lot of shows that come out these days that are turning the microscope around to look at yourself. And I don't think it always works. I think sometimes it does create a lot of chatter on Twitter and things like that. It starts arguments. It starts people, you know, uh, with strong points that they want to talk about to even, you know, to make the the show that much more deep. And sometimes it's, it's, you know, worthy of it. And other times, in my opinion, it's not. But this one in particular just did it so flawlessly. Would I say it's a perfect show? I mean, I really liked it. We throw that word around sometimes, and I'm just thinking, is this a perfect show for me? I understand you were saying that's just for you. Uh, I think it's a very, very good show. I was really impressed with A.D. Bryant. I, I didn't really know her from anything other than Saturday Night Live, but the entire cast won me over. The script won me over. The fact that I was able to recognize some things that I didn't necessarily like about myself in this, you know, believe it or not, won me over. So... I don't know if I'll throw the word perfect around, but I will say this is a fantastic must-watch show. It's very quick to get through. There are 30-minute episodes, and there's only six of them. So you should definitely check this out. Rating time, Steve. Um, I'm giving this... Uh, who? What, what are we going to say? How about bonkers? Let's give it hallucinating dogs. I will give it five out of five hallucinating dogs. I'm going to give it four out of five hallucinating dogs. That is totally fair. That's but it was good. It's, it's very good. I mean, I think that the rating, it says itself that it's good. But uh, you guys need to check this one out, man. It might get missed if you're just flipping through or maybe it's not something that you're thinking that you're going to dig. Check it out. It's a reflection of humanity. Oh, I think. and there is a there is such an important scene in a strip club 
that just is so important for people to watch. It is such a good scene that takes the power back from where you think it's going to be. And I'm just like, that is so important what they just said. It is so good. And they empowered her. Gosh, it was perfect. I said, this is how you do a freaking show. And what I love is a lot of times she's alone. She doesn't have like a crew. Sometimes she's just venturing around alone. Finding she's alone a lot in this. Yes. And like she walks into places kind of is okay by herself. And even that is more like doper than me sometimes. I don't like going, walking around and not knowing anybody. She's perfectly okay with it. And it's so wonderful. And my, my mom was like, oh yeah, hey, I'm 80 from uh, Saturday Night Live. I'm like, oh, you know. She's like, yeah, I watched Saturday Night Live. She's on Saturday Night Live. I was like, she good? She's like, yeah, she's really good. I'm almost glad I don't watch Saturday Night Live. So I was, I was introduced to this amazing woman on this amazing show. Oh, you'd never seen her before? Never seen her before. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I knew her from that. I don't really watch a lot of Saturday Night Live. It's not really my favorite. So I've seen her on there a bunch of times, but there's really never been anything that either turned me off of her or like really turned me on to her. You know what I mean? She was just sort of there. But I recognized her, and that's why I ended up watching this. And I'm really glad that I did. I think a lot of people need to watch. I think everyone should watch this one, actually. Also, Jungle Fever Alert. Just letting you know it's there. I was pumped. She got play. I loved it. I was like, yep. If there's going to be a cat that has a crush on <laughs> he's going to be, he's going to make his play right then. And right when he was like, music to smash to. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I think that that was. <laughs> yeah. And we it saw was it. We saw it coming. Because, yeah, for sure. Because, I mean, anyway, I'm not going to go there. I'll wait till y'all watch it. But I was like, as soon as he walked in the door, I was like, yep. You already know. And hammy. Hey, real quickly, I know that we're uh, winding down here, Steve, but I did want to say that you should be watching Love, Death, and Robots if you haven't checked it out yet. It's fantastic. I kind of want to wait until you've seen this yes. to like to really talk about it because there's some shit in here that's super cool. Shit that's right up your alley. I know I texted you a couple things to watch, but uh, guys, if you're not watching Love, Death, and Robots, you're doing yourself a disservice. If you liked liquid television back in the day. This is the show for you. This is a modern liquid television with a little bit of Black Mirror, uh, elements of heavy metal, the movie, are in it. It's fantastic. So check it out. Um, we'll, more on this to come, but Love, Death, and Robots. Take my word for it, ladies and gentlemen. It is freaking fantastic. Now, before we go, last night, this morning, I should say, I believe it was 12.03 Eastern Standard Time, Disney took over Fox. They finally merged. This is a huge, huge thing. Terrible news. I mean, Disney is like fucking Galactus. It's That's just what eating I'm up everything. We need to be very <laughs> careful, man. We need to be very careful. And it's getting to that tipping point where, I mean, if they start talking about, buy, what if they start talking about buying Comcast? That's not they our, might. Yeah, it's totally, totally They've good. just proven that they can totally do it. I don't think it's a good idea. I think this is, I think people are excited because of the money that's going to be backing a lot of the MCU. This is terrible, terrible, terrible yeah. news. Not to mention that there are a lot of jobs that are lost today. I yeah. can speak firsthand by saying that it's really, really sucks to lose your job because of a major acquisition. Yep. <laughs> and that's exactly what's going on. I, I don't know for sure, but I think the number is somewhere between four and 7,000 people Jesus, are going to lose dude. their jobs this week. That's a lot that of sucks. people, Jay. That is a lot of people. At least they did it before the holidays, the pricks. That is three of our places of work. Three of them all gone. 
it's a huge part of film. It's like a, it's an iconic thing, you know, the 21st century, well, yes. now 21st, but the 20th century, you know, you're never going to hear. Dun, dun, no. Dun, dun, and the problem dun, is, dun, here's the problem. It's Disney could have kept those jobs. They have. They, they have, kept some of them. They could have kept. Oh, here we go. It's a, anticipates the Hollywood reporter anticipates around 4000 layoffs. Sorry, I just wanted to get it. Think right. about they could have kept them all on. They don't. It's not like we couldn't afford it. You know, they can afford it. They're just like, we'd rather make more money. That's what they're saying. We'd rather make more money. It's, bro, we are in trouble, man. We're in trouble. Because even if they don't buy Comcast, what if they just, Comcast crosses them wrong and they're like, we're going to take all of our, all of our properties off of the Comcast network. What kind of power does that wield? They're just becoming so powerful. <laughs> Pretty much do whatever they want. It's re- they don't need to buy Comcast. They could just say, "Oh, we'll just yank everything from you." They just freaking mob up and take that shit. So and I- it took a long time. It's not like they did it overnight, obviously, but we knew it was happening, dude. We're in and trouble. it finally happened. We're in trouble. It's we're in the trouble. End of an era, man. They got. They have. It includes the rights Jesus. to the X Men, oh. Deadpool, Fantastic Four, Avatar, Fox Searchlight, which gave us Shape of Water, the favorite. TV hits like The X-Files and Empire. It, this is huge. And what do they keep us? What do they, <laughs> they take all of that. What do they say? Oh, you know, we're, we're going to change a lot of things. We're going to take away a lot of things. But you know what you can still have? Fox News. People, don't think Disney's just this wonderful. Just don't. You see who they are. If they dismantled Fox News, as much hate as they get, they'd get 100 way more love being like, thank you. Finally. But even then, I would still be like, but y'all, be careful, because the more power these people get, because what they would do is they'd get rid of Fox News, people would love them, they'd ride that wave into buying something else, and people would be like, hey, but it's still this good company that did this thing, and they're like, now we own everything. Well, then I'm not going to buy your streaming service. Okay, don't. Now you can't watch anything. Yeah, they can just own it. everything. Fine. Don't. Don't do it. Fine. It's okay. What are, where are you going to go? Where are you going to go? It's just like if I was like, it sucks because it's, 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 it's going to be, it's a terrible thing to put out there saying, um, this technically isn't a monopoly. Well, technically it's not. But the FCC should have been like, wait a minute. Does this give one company too much power? And yes, it does. Ugh. We're screwed. All right. Um, I love you guys. Um, keep up your black power fist against Disney. Because they are taking care, they're taking over everything. Watch Shrill. Um, don't watch Captive State. Uh, if you're folding clothes and you're eating, or you're doing backflips or yoga, or if you felt like doing a handstand staring at a blank wall and you want something to hear at the side of your ear, check out Triple Frontier. You probably are going to dig and it. And by all means, check out Love, Death, and Robots. You will thank me later. For sure. People, I love you. The next voice you're going to hear is the amazing, incomparable Danathan, the Manathan. With the barrel chest, holla at your boy. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to yet another couple hours of, uh, I don't know, stupidity, opinion. I don't know what exactly it is, but thank you for tuning in and listening to the Heroes of Noise. My name is Dan Ramirez. It has been a pleasure. Be good to yourselves. Be good to the people around you. Peace.